Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. A team other than the Patriots lost in overtime. So we got to change the overtime rules yeah. now. I don't really understand the Patriots' role in this. See, if the Patriots had been victim of this, no one would care about changing the rules. Kansas City so, pe- petitioned the league to change it. Right, but now but it, it so happened what, again. Again, what did this have to do with the Patriots? It wasn't a Patriots team that lost. So again, there's an uproar. We have to change it. Mike now, knows what I'm saying. Point toss. Mike and Fitzy know what since, I'm saying. Since they changed, since they changed the overtime. Thornton. Yeah, that's a good crew to be with. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> sorry, Mike. <laughs> but literally, there's nowhere else I would want to live least than there. They have like black widows and tarantulas, like, right? Yeah. You make a great offer, Mark Davis, but the tarantulas are yeah. just—I can't overcome that. He doesn't like his drip. <laughs> his drip? Yeah, you have never heard of that? No, I have not. Okay, boomer. Paul wrote yeah. the story last week. You yeah. got to get fast. You need speed. Like speed. we're not going you to. Read that? This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It's Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, and uh, for those of us who live in this area, we're getting ready for a big snowstorm Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Get your shovel muscles ready. Uh, Norista. My Aaron snowblower is still in the shop. You're not good, Bob. Yeah, not How long good. does it take to fix a snowblower? They say they'd be five weeks out. I, these, this, five weeks. It's called the Village Lawnmower Shop. They work three days a week, literally. It's like maybe if you work five days a week, you can get or, things done. Or dare I say six like everybody else right, you know? in that kind of uh, business. They do nothing but snowblowers. Yeah, it takes them five no, weeks they, to they, fix they, they do lawnmowers. Well, they do lawnmowers. Oh, oh. Hence the name. Oh, but, you know, mowers. This time of year. Yeah, this time of year, if you want your lawnmower fixed, you could get it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But this is snowblower season. <laughs> right. Back, so. right. So anyway, I'll, I'll be shoveling. Oh, yeah. mm, watch the back. Yeah. Why don't you hire one of the neighborhood kids? Shouldn't sir. shovel. You know, there are always people walking around, like looking for a little. Yeah. Go on the app. I need uh, the exercise. Pl- plows and mows. Go on the app. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, we had a kid in our neighborhood go around put like. Oh yeah. What? There's an app. <laughs> yeah. Plows and mows. Kid going around our neighborhood. Oh yeah. To, and you to can search. get that's people to come and do it. Okay. Yes. We can have our own conversation. I'll take <laughs> no, I downloaded the app, but I've never used it. Yeah. I can. I can handle. That's no, what I say. I, yeah, I, I, I could do it myself. There's like some little like fourth grader going around putting like like things like, hey, I'll, I'll shove you. And like our driveway is long. And, I, and like he's like 20 bucks. I'm like, it would be like torturous if I gave him 20 bucks to try to make him do our whole driveway. Child labor I, laws I know. Breaking. I know. The dad was like walking around with him. I don't know if the dad was like making him do it. It had all kinds of different stuff like chop wood. I'm like, this kid's like 11. <laughs> chopping wood. He was like, outside did you, did you cutting down do trees. When you were a kid, did you shovel driveways? Well, probably not in the suburb. You know. No, you, no. Well, you, you had someone go around the. Neighborhood and do it for you. <laughs> no, no, I do, I do. I remember shoveling my driveway to the Rocky Four soundtrack, which is a great shoveling soundtrack if you need one. But no, when I was twelve, my dad came home one day. Uh, we were down the Cape, and he said, "Guess what? I got you a job at the Marsh side. I would mow the lawn there, pick up cigarette butts, walk around that, and they give me like ten bucks and a and, cheese, and he and gets a free cheese. food. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but that was my that was my first job. But I never went around the, the hood. I, I feel oh, like I everybody did. had their own kids to do it. And uh, we um, always did it. Yeah, yeah. I mowed lawns. A little bit, a little yeah, cash. I, I never mowed lawns. Yeah, except for my I, own. My worst one was Mr. Keys. He had this like big house by the water, and uh, actually, my friend had the job, and he said I don't want to do it anymore. So he gave me the job. This guy, I had to use two different lawn mowers: one for the middle of the grass, and then another one, another one for the edge. 
oh. that he, he wanted a separate lawnmower. And, I mean, this guy, like, when he wanted his lawn mowed, he'd call you up. You got to get down here. It just rained. It's dry. Get down here. It's, oh. What would he give you, like a shiny nickel? Or no, no, he was he wasn't cheap. <laughs> like it was, you know, I forget how much it was at the time. Wow. You know, back then, twenty dollars was worth a thousand. So sure. I, you know, but, uh, twenty, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah did some babysitting. Though. Babysitting. Did some of that. You know, the uh, easy go sit there for three hours. We like Charles in charge, pretty much. Yeah, I never babysat uh, that. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I never did that. I don't either. need that. It's easy. Although <laughs> it's easy. I, I accompanied on a lot of babies. Babysitting. Oh, oh you're like uh, your girlfriend uh, was babysitting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come yeah, over you know, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I know that yeah. one. All right. Um, kind of like the next generation of. Uh, never mind. Uh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting ready for the uh, conference championships this weekend. I can't wait for that. Great game. Yeah. 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 I. I uh, Hard time thinking that it's going to live up to last week's hype. Yeah, it's going to be you know that's a lot to live up to. Yeah, but you know I'm I'm, I'm still going to watch obviously. Oh for sure. Yeah, well so Sunday we'll afternoon we'll have our picks later in the show. What we think? Mm-hmm. Got to hurry. Yeah, not really. No. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of you know coaching carousel news that has oh, come out two, since Tuesday. Two jobs uh, reportedly. Two, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's happening really fast. Matt Eberflus. Hey, the dominoes the are falling. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett to the Broncos. Yeah. Now, Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator for the Packers. Yep. So, obviously, yeah. um, some people are thinking, well, okay. That, that, we, we, we always bring this around to how it might impact the Patriots, and that would be a negative impact for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Aaron so Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers could go over to Denver, and maybe he brings Devontae Adams with him. Who knows? Oh. I, well, I mean, they don't they even get, need Devontae Yeah, they got Adams. some good pieces so they good there, receivers. but it's, yeah. it's, I mean, aside from the Patriots, I think it's fun to think about twice a year of them facing Kansas City if that were to happen. I mean, they would yeah. definitely give Kansas City a little bit of a, a That'll be a hell of a conference. Yeah, Herbert. How yeah. do you live so yeah. happy? Well, I, I mean, division. How could you, you possibly spin that as a good thing? Oh, just fun to watch, like, right? You don't want Adding to see Aaron, Aaron Rodgers in another good team in the conference. Oh, I said Patriots aside. Patriots aside. At least Kansas City will have a tough time. Maybe they give him a couple of and then Brady to the Raiders, up, right? you know, because you d- didn't they buy something out there, Giselle and Tom? Didn't in Vegas? Yeah, didn't oh, they? No. Wasn't there a rumor that they had bought like a big thing out in Vegas a couple years ago? Yeah, I think there was oh. a rumor about that, but I'm not sure that that ever was. Uh, From what I validated. understand, they have property everywhere. It I'm was sure. a uh, yeah, it was a real estate guy in Vegas that said that. Yeah, uh, when he anyway, was going through, his Megan used to be our real estate news correspondent. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, so, uh, oh, breaking news on, uh, and, oh, nope, it's just a commercial. All right, uh, so, yeah, that that could be interesting. I do think it's interesting, too. I was talking to Paul, uh, you know, a number of Patriots opponents next year getting getting new coaches. I mean, the Bears with Eberflus. Eberflus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the Packers, obviously, uh, they're going to be going through some turnover, not, not at the head coach position, but right. the Steelers going through some turnover. Yeah. The Vikings just hired a new coach. Dolphins will be uh, so. Wait, did of, they uh, the Viking? Did they or are or they haven't? I think they, they hired the GM, but they haven't hired the coach yet. But who they, hire, they, they hired as GM? Oh, that guy with the, the three, three names. The three names. Oh, from Cleveland, Johnny. Three names. Yeah, the Cleveland guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. And it looks like Jacksonville is in a uh, a tug of war with with Byron Leftwich, who wants the job, but says you got to get rid of Trent Balky, and he oh. wants Adrian Wilson. Former Cardinals. Briefly for a spell here. He, yeah, he once put a Patriot uniform on, much <laughs> like John seconds. Lynch. <laughs> yeah, Never right. actually played the game. He's in that group, right? Um, but 
he wants Adrian Wilson to be the GM for the Jags, and he says it's you know that it's take it or leave it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. ac- according to reports, mm-hmm. so you know some stuff going on around the league. Yeah. Uh, as far as we know, no Patriots people are leaving. No. No, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Seems like everything that happens points more to Elliot Wolf staying, Mayo. McDaniel's. I mean, all the, it seems. It seems like the jobs are kind of drying up quick. I so. mean, selfishly, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. for us. I think. I mean, you'd think. You know, I feel bad for you know maybe Mayo because we he's been outspoken saying he wants the job, but and people still uh, continue to tie Brian Dable to the Giants from Buffalo after the. Yeah, I saw him hmm. tied to the Dolphins GM. too. I mean, you just see these random tweets. Well, I think pop everybody's looking at the Giants from because the Bills. Uh, What's the guy's oh, name? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shone? Or sh- I don't yeah. Know yeah. Shane. I think it's Shane. Shane? Yeah. Yeah. He got the job for the Giants, so everybody's, you know, connecting the dots. Much like um, the mental gymnastics that you have to do to wonder if maybe Aaron Rodgers might be interested in Denver. How so? <laughs> with his former <laughs> offensive coordinator getting that, uh, that head coach don't job. Don't see it. That's tenuous. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a stretch. It's a yeah. stretch. But here's one, you know, everyone assumes that the 49ers – Whatever happens, they're not. They're going to move on from Garoppolo, and mm. people. Are, oh, could Brady could go in the Forty ers Why couldn't Rodgers be going the Forty ers He's a West Coast guy. He could, and you I know? don't think whatever happens with the Forty ers they're they're going to move on. From oh, Garoppolo. you don't think so? Yeah, I don't think it's that's a, what I was going to no, ask. I don't think it's a. I mean, I, what I, if they, I, I'm what not if they telling the you Super they Bowl? won't. I'm just saying I don't think no matter what happens. Well, tell me how they won. Was it because of Jimmy or despite Jimmy? Well, and then I'll tell you if they're going to move on. I, all I said I mean, was I don't think it's necessarily a done deal that they're moving on. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 th- I think it. it I, I thought it was crazy enough to do what they did last year. Now you're going to double down. He he did it again, and you're right. gonna, and you're going to move on from him. Yeah, like I think you already saw the the sort of flaw in their plan. Like they don't win games when he doesn't play. Right. Yeah. Well, that just just means that who's behind him is even worse. But that doesn't mean that he's the reason they're winning. No, but it makes you it's, makes it harder to move on. He's the reason they've won a lot of games. Okay, he wasn't the reason they won on Sunday yeah. or whatever yeah. they played Saturday. Yeah. I mean, whenever I watch, he's, he seems he was not good in he that game. He seems to like it's like give and take with him. He'll give you stuff in the game and then he'll take it away. Yeah, like he did not yeah. play well in that you know? game. Yeah, do you, I mean, how much he's got potentially two games left. How much does that affect? Like. Could he win the Super Bowl theoretically? And they're like, "See, yeah, I, you know, it's I know that's again, interesting." Or leave lose the Super tell Bowl. Tell me what again. happened. I don't Did care. He throw three picks and they ca- still won. I don't care. I, I do. I, I think it takes a lot to pull the plug on a guy who took you to two Super Bowls in three years and won one of them. Eventually, they got to go to this guy that they drafted in the first round, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And you would think, yeah, Lance. unless they trade him. I mean, I think well, good, yeah. I think good teams can make bad picks, and instead of just forcing it and compounding it, they recognize. We made a bad pick. Well, how do they know until mm. they play them? Uh, the guy they have, that they have is play is winning Super Bowls. That's how you know. <laughs> it, well, I, I, again, you know, the definition of he's winning Super Bowls. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, you could fall into that trap and just say anybody can win, but when he I doesn't play, they lose. Th- that's not what I said. I, like I am not a huge Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Never have been yeah. as, as the player, not the person. But the I am. I but I'm also being. I'm being objective. I think he's very average. Yeah, I'm. I, I am a fan. But the of fact Jimmy. of the matter is, when he plays, they win at an alarming rate. When he doesn't play, they lose at the same alarming rate. I know, but is that because I he's would so say good, it's, it's or because the guy, yes. anybody that they put in instead of him, is even worse? Uh, you you know? tell me. Yeah, I don't know. If if they don't if they win 
despite him. All right, let me ask. You would think that anybody could go in and win. Forget about the re- what do no you, matter what their wh- performance was, right? When, he, when you watch him play. So maybe he has a little more to do with the wins than we, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying we give yeah. him credit for. Well, when you see him play, what do you see? I see an average quarterback. Yeah. Okay. And are you, if you're Maybe the 40, a little better than average. Is that a guy that you would stick with and extend his contract? If, if, you, I, if I, they don't have to extend his I contract. I think they would have to. I think he's, he's got one more year. He's, under, yeah. he's, he's got one more year. Yeah. Right. So you so play they don't have to extend year. it. They could play him out so another year. Yeah. You want to keep doing that? You know? They, 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 they haven't kept doing it. They signed him to one contract. This is it. No, I know. He has another year on it. Yeah. It's not continuing to do anything. Yeah. So if you have a chance to bring in Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, oh, yeah, that, that's 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 a different thing. Well, that's the that's, Aaron Rodgers, that's an upgrade. The Aaron Rodgers thing is an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. but if you're going to go to a like Paul says to a guy who whoever's behind him who doesn't win as many games, you're doing your team oh, a disservice. Listen, I don't think that if I'm the 49ers, I'm not getting rid of Jimmy unless I have something better to turn to. And that includes right. and what I think of my first-round pick. If mm-hmm. I think he's going to be good, yeah. that's a viable option. And, but that's the only reason why I said that I don't think it's a done deal that no matter what happens, Garoppolo's okay. gone. All right. yeah. if, okay. if you're telling me Garoppolo's gone, they're getting Rodgers, absolutely, you got to do that. Right. Yeah. Rodgers says, or I can't beat you guys in the playoffs, so I might as well join you. <laughs> you know, I try to lure Deuce into these things. He never... Like jumps well, in. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, I think maybe I'm happy all the time. Maybe I can get Deuce on my yeah. side, and he just like sits on the <laughs> sideline. No, because we're. I don't think this you're on an yeah. opposite side. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. This one's just nebulous. Where it's like, yeah. I don't know. Are they winning because of him or not because of him? I haven't watched enough 49ers games to really have a I firm opinion. I don't necessarily about, think like, they how, win because of him. I think he's a pretty him. good quarterback. I think it's just it would be a weird situation where you win the Super Bowl with a guy, and then you say, "All right, we're just going to move on." You know, we're going to move on right now. Um, so I, I, if I had seen more and I had a you know a bigger opinion on Jimmy Garoppolo, but yeah. I, I mean that, you can't deny they they could potentially go to two Super Bowls in three years with him. And I think people that's, make it out to be to, like yeah. Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Well, the Ravens moved on from Trent Dilfer. Yeah. No, that's not what Garoppolo was doing. Like, let's not put him in that category. And he also Garoppolo has won over a, a, a span of years. Mm, yeah. Like Garoppolo's problem is he can't stay healthy. Right. Not that he can't play. Well, yeah. I think his other problem is he makes mistakes within games. He does. And, and he who does. doesn't? Just out of curiosity. At key moments. No, see, it's the opposite. Yeah? In key moments is when he – that's the only time he played well the other day. Oh, okay. Was when game the game was Garoppolo. on the line on third, and, on third and 11 when he, when he hit Kittle. That's, that's the key moment. All right. Now – you could argue they were lucky to have a key moment based on the way he played the first but, three but quarters. Is, and again, he was terrible. We're, we're not there. We don't cover the team, so we just hear things. But what about the narrative that the, the coaches don't trust them? They don't trust. They them. don't trust that he'll stay healthy. No, that's the narrative. No, it's not just that. It's his decision making within games. They don't trust him with the game. Well, I don't see that. That's what I've heard. I, I yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> I said I don't see that. I didn't say I didn't hear it. Yeah. I don't see it. I, I watched them play at, at you know in the snow the other day and on third downs. You know they got in field goal range by throwing. Now Debo made the big play on the last third down to melt the clock out. That was a third and seven that they checked into. A, did you read all about that stuff? Like evidently they they had this master stroke because I don't know if you oh. know, but Shanahan's pretty smart. Oh. 
I've heard um, that. Yeah, he he uh, he checked into a run, uh, called a timeout at the last second, and changed it to a run. So maybe that's why people are saying well, he doesn't trust him. No, it was a specific play, but they threw the ball on that drive to get into field yeah. goal range. I think Jimmy has a lot of talent. I really do, and I am a fan of Jimmy. I think he's okay. But the more I watch him, the more I'm like, I I he, I see what people are saying. It's like. Yeah, the the he he was bad in that Green Bay. He makes risky throws. Yeah, he he made a lot of risky throws in that Green Bay game. But when it's on time and it's underneath to Debo or you know Kittle, you know he finds his stride. But I just I wonder how this whole. I mean, last year we spent so much time on the quarterback carousel. Remember that last year? Probably not the Patriots. But is it going to be this year even more crazy with all the veterans coming in with Rodgers and Wilson and? You know how does the how do the Forty ers see that Watson? Watson yeah, forget about him. one. I, I mean, I think this year could be e- even more you know crazy because last year it just seemed like the teams that need a quarterback drafted quarterbacks and got them that way. Because last wasn't a year lot of movement, those guys really weren't Stafford available. Goff. Yeah. they really weren't available. Yeah, it was just like, speculation. Like Wilson right. and Rogers were like laying the groundwork, but they really weren't available. Now I think those teams, especially Green Bay, obviously, they they realize. We got to do something. Yeah. yeah, and I think there's a chance. I don't know what's going on in Seattle. It's been quiet in Seattle. There was yeah. supposed to be all kinds of meetings with even Pete Carroll wasn't necessarily right um, cert- mm. a certainty to come back. And now we haven't really heard much what's going on with the Seahawks. But yeah. I think that's a huge one now, because Green Bay Wilson is still in his prime. Yeah, you he's, know he's that like one. Thirty-one. Yeah, he, he's got some years left. Yeah, and in Green Bay, if if Rogers does leave, do they just turn to Jordan Love or? Are they looking I for guess. somebody better? I don't know. I mean, is there a situation Garoppolo where Rogers switch? Ah. Does Adam? You know, does Adams definitely stay? Is it a full blow up there? I oh, mean, he's not. I mean, I, I would be shocked if he stays. It's just so many Green Bay, Seattle, Pittsburgh. Yeah. These teams that have been, you know, really cement over the last couple of years, and just in terms of the NFL iron well, teams, see, you what you didn't realize on. is. What was that schedule that you talked about with the oh, Patriots? Did you not realize that the Patriots are playing the Packers next year? Oh, they are. Yes. Yeah. So th- ah. This is why. <laughs> is it working out for the Patriots again? As I, it's it's, it's, it's it did work out a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still trying to get you over it. You can't that. judge a schedule until they find their quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and the season ends. Right. But it's true. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of uncertainty of what kind of, you know, I mean, in the last 10 years, if you saw those two teams, you, you kind of knew what you were getting. And now, who knows who's going to be quarterback of either of those teams and you know, are, are they kind of in a reset mode? It's uh, that know, it's a lot of questions. That's what makes it uh, you know, uh, to his credit, you know, I'll give him credit when credit is due. Rogers did say, "I need to make this, quick. you know, a quick decision." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in respect to the team and Devonte and other people, and I get that. Now Brady hasn't said the same thing. Like right. he's going to mull it over. But if I'm the Bucks, I'm like, yeah, you got to let us know what, what are we doing. doing here? We got a draft. We got free agency. Yeah, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, but I think Brady. Brady's not in the same situation. Brady didn't say he's thinking about retiring, you know, whatever, all that stuff. There, he, I mean, there's uncertainty around him. Well, but, he said, but that's just natural for a 44 year old quarterback. No, I know, but he said he needs to think about it, and you yeah, know. Yeah. But he says he hasn't thought about retiring. He said he hasn't. He thought hasn't about said any those of that. words. He hasn't said those words. But he's has come as close to saying those words yeah. as I've ever heard him. And we yeah, yeah and we read those quotes yeah. on Friday. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm Tuesday. sorry on Tuesday. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think there's a, there's a chance that he goes. But I, I also think that there's a chance that Tampa Bay knows a lot more than the public does. Yeah. Giardi posted that tweet of Brady from 2019 here in kind of relation to that. It was striking to me just how down he seemed. Like, I, I guess I've gotten away from a little bit. I don't know if that season you were used to it. But seeing that video that, that he posted where 
it was same kind of thing talking about family and you know it but it was just striking to me after seeing kind of like carefree Tampa Bay Tom for a couple of years to go back to that Tom and be like wow he he really seemed yeah. unhappy not really You remember the post game it. from the Philly game the miserable when oh, yeah. I mean that was as miserable as I've ever seen a quarterback after a win yeah they won the game I mean it wasn't pretty but they won and he was like he looked like they had just gotten blown out yeah, yeah well that's why you know if things don't go he he wears that on his sleeve yeah. so you know, he just lost that game. So I can understand the whole thing. But, you know, I, it, to me, this time it seemed a little bit more leaning toward, oh, this could be real. I agree uh, with you, yeah. Freddie. I yeah. thought it was different this yeah, but, time. But on your show uh, yesterday, they were making fun of <laughs> it. One is it's that? like a little bit like, yeah. How I Met Your Mother. You know, one week, <laughs> one week after dropping off the kids and all that, and you'll be wishing you were back playing. And I kind of <laughs> – and, like, like, let's see how oh. much time – like, if he does retire, how much time he actually I, spends with his kids. I listened to Paul's show yesterday with Felger, and he had a rant about Brady and, like, you get six months off. Like, it was right. it was awesome. I mean, you know, it's, it's them, classic them. But, but you know, he's not wrong. You're like, really? Like, y- yeah. you, you travel one day, like, he's, six He's, he's going to be all like, over the place with TB12. You know, yeah, like, you're going to bring your right kids in, with you? Flying all over the no. place. Yeah. yeah, they were they were funny with that. What do you think he would live if he did retire? Like, what would be their main residence? What that's place? A, that's a good question. Would New, it be New York? New York. You think New I York? Think, I would think so. They lived in L.A. for a while, and I don't. I don't yeah. know. If they, I don't if think they liked she liked it. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think New York might be um, a possibility, but who knows? They yeah. have, they, like you said, they have property everywhere. I know. Like, what if it's not here? But I mean, like, what if she says, I want to go back to like Brazil? To me, there's two factors about <laughs> where they imagine? live. Costa Rica. <laughs> to, right? You know, to me, there's Tom, two I factors about where they live. It's, it's <laughs> We're going to Brazil now. Where are we doing business or what's best for the kids? You know, so yeah. like, where well, would be. That's why I thought New York. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Put him in a private he, school. But and, even, yeah. his, even his son, um, uh, Jack, right? The, yeah. the oldest, the oldest one, one with Bridget. Not the baby. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to be a, maybe he wants to be a little bit closer to Oh, she's in New York? Yeah, I think so. Oh. He's getting know. old, though. I mean, he's probably going to be going, you know. He's not a little kid as much anymore. I mean, that, no. I, that was part of it. But uh, I don't know. Is and he going to go back to a cold environment, too? I mean, it's funny because it's like, do they really need to put down roots? They can literally live there in the summer and go to Florida in the winter. Oh, and, yeah. But, you know, like, what's best for but, the kids? But the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's not yeah, that's not ideal for kids. Let's just get a tutor. Who cares? You got money. Wow. This guy. <laughs> just do what you got to do. Homeschool. This well, guy. Homeschool. Yesterday it was like, you can't live in Las Vegas. I mean, that's, what his, that's what he's going to do when he retires. He's like, he's going to start teaching them math and science I and physics. Yeah. And oh, like, I, I love the Giselle drags into Brazil for Jack, the rest of his to, life. you need to stay I hydrated. That. I love that story. Costa Rica. <laughs> Costa Rica, that's a good Right, because it's in between. I think that's old Brady. Central America. That's like That's where he Brady. retires. That's what, you know, when it's old Brady, they go to Costa Rica and just to be left alone and <laughs> old Brady. sit on the beach. <laughs> Picture him like. Eating lunch with Hyman Roth. <laughs> <laughs> now I want you all to enjoy your cake. <laughs> is there avocado in this? So cake? enjoy. All right, eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patrons.com is the email address. As you can tell, anything's on the table. Uh, we're we're on the couch watching now. Uh, Patriots are out of it, so we're just spectators. Um, so it's all on the table. Everything. Big off season. Yeah, Big off Pat Purry. <laughs> oh, I see what <laughs> you did you there. Like I, I, I like that. All right, so let's uh, turn it over to the listeners because we've got to hurry because we've got our Not two really. picks that we have to make <laughs> later. Um, Vinny's in Vegas. What's up, Vinny? Hey guys, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Good, Vinny. Do you check your shoes in the morning for tarantulas? <laughs> hey, listen. I actually one of the reasons why I want to call you 
is I want to stop this slander about Vegas, guys. Okay. It's killing me. All right. Slander. You know, I have, I, I've been in Vegas 12 years now. My wife was actually born and raised here. I have three little kids from, you know, 13 to 6. And I think Vegas is as good as any other place. I mean. Are you I in Henderson? No, I actually live in Vegas. I live in, I live in the southwest. Okay. Vegas proper. So I'm about, probably about 10 minutes from the strip from here. But, you know, there's a lot of, um, a lot, a lot more than Vegas than just a strip. I mean, we, we've been to the strip since I've been here, you know, since I moved officially here. Uh, probably, I don't know, six times yeah. you know, in 12 years. And so there's, you know, there's, there's not much to yeah. see once you've seen it, you know, and then obviously you can't gamble too much because then if you live here, then you're sure. broke, right? Yeah, but you, I mean, you, <laughs> it's, it is true, though. You go in the supermarket and they have slot machines, right? Because I, I, I've been there, I know. Oh, yeah, not only, not yeah. only in the supermarkets, oh, yeah. but also on the gas stations, yeah. Airport, yeah. airport. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, the gas but, stations at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is true, you have tarantulas, right? There's tarantulas. Snakes. You know, not not really tarantulas, but we have is we have a scorpion. Scorpions. 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 That, that's what I, I. That's actually what I meant with scorpions. <laughs> that's that's the same. The yeah. scorpions. Yeah. We do that as scorpions, but it's only on some places where. Uh-oh. Some places so where what? Well, you get a lot of palm trees. They they like the palm trees. Oh, okay. And what about the that's black widows? Because I was out there once. I was jogging and. There was this boat, and there was this big spider web, and I went up, and sure enough, right in the middle of it was this big black widow <laughs> spider. It freaked me out. Yeah, we it's do, like a Liberty yeah, Mutual commercial. Those, but, trying to get bitten. but those are not, you know, those are not as, as big of an issue, though. We, we, that's pretty much all we have to deal with, though. We don't have raccoons or snakes or bears or, you know, bringing anything else. You don't have you snakes? Know. You don't have rattlers? Rattlesnakes? Uh, you, you get rattlesnakes in the desert very rarely, though. You don't oh, okay. actually too hot. too much. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I do have a. I do have a. I uh, wanna. I know. I don't want you guys to go to the rabbit hole again on the the whole overtime. But I do have a. I guess a suggestion. You know, since we were doing that yesterday, um, my suggestion is, you give you know a, an extra quarter, fifteen minutes. Each team has seven and a half minutes, and if you don't score, you turn the ball, the ball over to the other team, right? So they both actually can possess the ball. If by the time the uh, that quarter is over, nobody has scored, then at that point you start uh, kicking field goals. And oh. if you don't, uh, and what you do is you make it more difficult, right? So you start at the thirty-yard line if you don't, Ooh. you know, and then the both. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, even, putting, even the kickers, even, are yeah, to that one. putting it in that just the hands of the kicker, I, yeah. I, I don't like that. But yeah, yeah, play, play football. football. Yeah, I don't like so that. Isn't that how you go? That's how soccer ends. Oh, I know, uh, I know. But at least soccer, it's not just it, like soccer. It's five different players, and, and they're if, supposed to. And if it's ball. still tied, they keep using other players. But now it's all on the shoulders of one player. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, that is true. That it, is true. Yeah, it, I just have one more thing. If you guys. Uh, um, just about the rebuilding of the team, you know, my my thing is I think the offense is it's okay. Not great, but I think it's okay. If you get another weapon, then you might be able to, you know, maybe a, a wide receiver one or something like that. But I do think you need to get, get rid of your uh, linebackers. They're, they're old. They're, you know, they're slow. Get rid of all of them, you know, uh, Hightower. Uh, even, I will even get rid of Bentley, you know, uh, Van Noy. And then get yourself a corner. 
And I think uh, you need to let go of McCourty. I think with Phillips and oh. and Dogger, I think you you can just do things. You know, that's oh. my opinion on that. Okay, all right, Vinny. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Deuce. How do we feel about who the who returns? Uh, just in, in terms of who retires and who doesn't want to retire. I'm saying who the Patriots resign. But do you think Dante Hightower retires? Do you think Devin McCourty retires? I think McCourty uh, stays. I think Hightower leaves. Yeah. Yeah, leaves but doesn't retire. I uh, think like plays somewhere else. I'll, I think if he stays, they're going to ask him to take a haircut, and he's not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, you know? probably right. Well, yeah, I mean he's. I think he'll retire. I think Hightower will retire. I think, I I think, think McCordy wants to still play. I'm not sure where he'll play. Yeah, yeah. tough. Yeah, I think it's tough to bring him back with that contract because of mm. the way they set it up. Well, yeah. again, the void years. If he's, you know, yeah. are you assuming that he wouldn't be willing to do something to stay, McCordy? Like what? Take you know, take a little less. Okay, but whatever you pay him less, you still have to pay him extra on the cap because of the way you did those void years. Oh, oh, yeah. You mean yeah. dead money? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple years worth. Too. And I'm not saying that that won't happen because I don't think it'll cost you a tremendous amount. But I also don't think that he's interested in playing for nothing. Yeah. I mean, how do you think Bill feels about losing potentially Slater, McCourty, Hightower, Collins? You know, not that Collins is really a locker room leader, but I just. I wonder what what what's the importance yeah. he puts on that kind of continuity. I Even if a guy's a slowing of, down, I think he puts a lot on it. I, I need so. that I, leadership. I think he does too. You know, and that's why usually with those kinds of things, Mike, you, you know, you rattle off three, four, five names. A couple of them will be back. Yeah, you know, I I, I could see Slater and McCourty being back. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just I I, I, I feel like this might be the time for Slater. Oh, did you see uh, Jeopardy last night? By the way. No, Amy lost. I don't see Jeopardy Amy, any night. Amy lost. No. No. Forty. Fred doesn't know who Amy is. Forty game streak. Poor Paul. Is that, the, is that the record? He's just trying to give a little tribute on Twitter, and he gets attacked by Andy Hart and Mike Giardi coming oh, yeah. right at him. That was, like, that, that was love, though. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> that was with love. I know. I know. Um, Pudding. <laughs> Todd's in Toronto. Hey, Todd. Hey, I'm so glad Paul's back. I don't know. It just makes your show more approachable for some reason. Oh, even on. if he's going to slam whatever I say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my thing is, I was thinking about how Brady got his start and how he had just a great defense there that could make sure that he was always in the game early on. And, you know, he had, I think Troy Brown was the best receiver that they had at the time. Like, I, Sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. And if we can get maybe, get White back so that there's somebody dependable, like a, a first down getter. You guys talked about this already. About getting somebody who could get the first down, and I think... You know, if we got him back, that would give him that. And I would just like us to see, build the defense. But my question for you is, I'm going to give you three options. Go whole, whole hog into defense, whole hog into offense, or try to find a balance between the two and which way you really would feel that the team needs to progress to the next step. Because I think, I think if they go defense, it's the right thing. And I'll take the answer up there. Thanks, guys. Okay, Welcome thanks. back, Paul. I hope your butt doesn't hurt. Oh, oh wow. Jeez. Yeah, nobody went whole hog on you today. Yeah. yeah. It was here Tuesday. <laughs> Um, Apparently he didn't listen. Whole hog on offense, whole hog on defense, or a balanced approach. I, I just I think you got to balance. I, it, to me, if a balanced approach equals okay, I get a wide receiver one, and then the rest is defense. I like that. I'll, 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 I'll I could go for that. Yeah, what do you want to do first? A wide receiver one, a, a, a true one wide receiver, and, and then, then the rest defense. Yeah, I, I think they need to do defense and uh, corner, like. Maybe like a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a tackle. Tackle. 
Uh, those things I think they sure. need before wide. Third receiver. down running back, like a James White replacement. I mean, the tackle situation I think is is definitely something to talk about because you have Isaiah Wynn one more year. You don't have anybody at right tackle right now, and right. I don't know how they feel about Michael and You maybe they see him going there long term, but I think they need some stability there. I think that that again last year I felt like that was the dark horse first pick, and I I still think it could be a dark horse you know first round pick depending on how things yeah. go. But yeah. a corner, linebacker, yep. as Paul said, I mean, you could really make a case for just about any defensive position. Yeah. If McCoy and a lot of retires, it might depend on what J.C. Jackson ends sure. up doing. You know, they might feel like, oh, God, if he's gone, now they really need to focus on defense and cornerback in particular. Yeah. yeah. You need at least at least two. Yeah. And that's, and that's assuming that you bring Jonathan Jones back at, you know, mm-hmm. at his number that he has. Mm-hmm. But, again, how much does he bring when you really need outside corners? It's right. like, you know, I, I – I know everybody was all over Miles Bryant, but you know it, it, how much of a drop off is that really? Like, if you have two good outside corners and you turn Jonathan Jones over to Miles Bryant, hmm. you know, and, and I don't know how much Jonathan Jones played when he was healthy, but it still feels like you're really paying a guy a lot to be. And who knows? Maybe he kind of uh, this is something else. Maybe he transitions back to safety. Maybe he kind of takes over, you know, some of that McCourty free safety role. He's who? experienced in this. Jonathan Jones. Oh, you know, maybe they maybe they look at him that way, but. Um, a lot to figure out. Outside corners, big priority. Uh, Ryan from Colorado wants to know, does Paul have his own show? Fred, will you <laughs> drop a plug for Paul's show? I'd love to check it out because I always say yeah. Paul's show. Yeah. I, I think the Audacity app, if you get that, it's got <laughs> EEI on it. And, the Audacity. And then yeah. the 98.5 is, I think, TuneIn or the, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, 98.5, the sports radio or EEI are Paul's shows. Yep. And Paul often makes appearances on one or the other. <laughs> Mostly the hub. Not, not on the. You've never been on EEI? I mean, I have, but yeah. not since I started but, doing But you're the a regular hub. on the Felger and Maz. Correct. Wednesdays at 4 o'clock? Yeah, but not anymore. Only during the season. What? I know. What? I tuned in yesterday. Like I was like, was Paul. That, that's didn't? ridiculous. I, I think they're really making a big. Uh, cont- in a week from Sunday, I'll be on uh, Sunday morning with uh, Teddy J oh. on the, uh, the football show. Uh, I don't know, Paulie. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so Paulie, that's Paul that's Burrell on the Audacity app. Weekly? No, no, <laughs> no. It's on the Sports Hub. You getting a cut of Audacity? What's going Audacity. on? Audacity. Odyssey. Oh, it's Odyssey. Odyssey. Yes. Oh, it's Odyssey. <laughs> okay. Audacity used to be an app that you could record sounds off of your computer. Remember that? Oh, really? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right, Morel? Sound guy. Sound guy in there. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Audacity. Yeah. It's an older app, but... Okay. Um, Bart from Poland writing in. Um, With Miami not in a rush to hire a a head coach, I would really love to see them lose out on Dable and hire someone like Vance Joseph. But if I'm being honest, I'd rather they hire Dable than McDaniel from San Francisco. I don't know what that means. (laughs) When it comes to picks, I've got Cincy in L.A., but it's probably going to be Casey. Okay. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Cincy and L.A., haven't really thought about that matchup much. What would be the best rating and what would be the worst rating rated game? Casey Rand. And I know, Paul, either uh, one's yeah, going to be great. And, and I was yeah. going to just completely stay out of it and let yeah. you guys do yeah. it. I mean, Casey Rams. Casey Rams, I think, would and be the most Cincy Sanford. The highest, the be, you know, the most high profile of the right. two. But And then Cincy and Cincy San, Cincy Fran. San, San Francisco. Yeah. 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 I just wish these things were provable. That's all. Well, it's it's just a rating. It's you know no, but I'm saying still great no matter what it but is. But you only get to see one. 
Yeah. Oh, right, right. How do you know? You don't get mm. to see the other sure. possible matchups. Yeah. To say, oh, see, I was right. Look at the rating it mm. gave. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> There's not a third place game. <laughs> it's like, because I, 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 I think in terms of a rating, the actual rating, I think San Francisco-Cincinnati in 81 is like the highest rated Super Bowl ever. I think you're right. I mean, yeah. it's not the most people who have ever right. watched it, Just but it was the highest rated. Everybody. Right. You know, kind of like the MASH finale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when there were you four know. channels. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, that, this, or that. That's You got four things. Right. Uh, Tony writes in, I want Nikhil Harry to retire, not Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> because clearly no, that ha- was funny. Uh, <laughs> ha- clearly Harry has some incriminating pictures which ensure his presence on the team. <laughs> Uh, does he make it out of camp next year? Does he, he make it? Does, it, does he make it to camp? I think if he makes it to camp, there's a yeah. better than average chance that he ends up staying because he's cheap. Yeah, right. That's you know? that's the thing. But I think they need to make a, a, at least a move there, whether it's in the draft, absolutely somewhere, maybe another free agent who's not quite so you know yeah, well, expensive, but maybe it's an upgrade. And ah. even with you know Aguilar's only got one year left, regardless if you bring him back or not. Mm. So you know Nikhil Harry's got one year left, assuming they don't pick up his fifth year option, which everybody is assuming, of course. Right. Um, so I, you know, I again, I think pretty much any position on the roster, with regard to fifth year options, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're talking about. Wide receiver ones, you know, that everybody is um, clamoring for, myself included. The Cal- uh, Calvin Ridley thing that mm. continues to be a, an issue. I, I uh, saw something that uh, Albert Breer wrote yesterday that I, I wasn't aware of with him. H- his contract, uh, he does not get in the crude season for last year because he yeah. didn't play enough, I guess. Oh. So he is not yet on that fifth year option oh. that they guaranteed him. Mm. So. You can make an argument. It makes it. You can make an argument either way. It makes him more uh, attractive to a t- to a team, or possibly less, because now you're trading for a guy with two years um, guaranteed on his deal. And there's there's a lot of uncertainty with Calvin Ridley for obvious reasons. With I mean, he stepped away right. from the game yeah, right. for personal is he, is he health okay? reasons. Is he right? You know to, you know, so I, I just thought in the here and now. Um, the immediate future, he's a lot cheaper than that $11 million, I think. Although the $11 is nothing anyway. I don't, that wasn't, to me, a stumbling block for any team to, to trade for him. Um, but he'll be making a lot less than that in his fourth year, not the fifth year. So yeah. maybe, you know, maybe he does end up getting moved. I still have not read anything about Ridley to indicate this is strictly about Atlanta. He wants out of Atlanta. Right. That's why he didn't play last year, as opposed to he was having some personal turmoil mm-hmm. and he had to step away from the game for his personal health reasons. Yeah, And I, I don't know what the answer to this, these questions are. My answer to w- will I be interested in Calvin Ridley is 100% yes. I think he's an outstanding player and he'd be a huge upgrade for the Patriots. Sure. Addison in Fresno, I was wondering if you had looked into the contract status of some of the Bills players. I know the cap is crap, but there is a chance that Josh Allen starts to lose some of his bevy of weapons. That's a question. Is this all moot because the Bills will simply be as good as long as Josh Allen is there? Uh, both. Um, th- most of them aren't up. Um, I think Levi Wallace was one that they were talking about yesterday. Yeah, Jerry Hughes. Now they extended Allen, right? He's all yes. set. Yeah. yeah. Yes, but I don't they think the have money kicks in till maybe they next have. Year. They'll have digs. They'll have um, Gabriel Davis is like a t- two-year guy, so he's yeah. he's young and cheap. Um, yeah. And they have Dawson Knox is young and cheap. Like that, 
You know, they'll probably lose yeah. a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, who was Isaiah McKenzie. I mean, he was a rent guy. Isaiah McKenzie is a, a free, free agent. agent. You know, so yeah. you, you, Emmanuel Sanders, your fourth, fifth was older, but yeah. So, like, I don't think you're going to end up losing anybody that you really want to. Uh, Taiwan Jones. I would even say they might even add like a running back. Well, like last year, they added Sanders. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, to to that stable, uh, I, and I think you could probably. Let Sanders go and add somebody of his uh, yep. ilk. Yep. Yeah, but you, I mean, you got two two good guys at the top now. You know, with the way Davis is a kind and, of and I think Beasley mm-hmm. is sort of on the way down. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know who knows if he'll be back. Um, I, I think they have a lot of options. They need to. I think they need to invest a little bit more in their offensive line. Get you know maybe get a little bit more depth in the offensive line. Although you know that that. Yeah, the Spencer Brown kid, you know, did pretty well for them as a rookie. Big boy. Um, you know, he wasn't great. He gave up a lot of pressure, yeah. but overall, he wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that they're probably going to need to to add to their depth on defense too, because you mentioned Jerry Hughes. Yeah. You know, some of those guys Addison, are a little bit long in the tooth, and uh, you you want to get some young guys behind. And they got you know in recent drafts they got your your boy from Iowa, Epinesa. Um, and the guy they, you know, Rousseau, yep. they drafted this year, who was much better against the run than people thought he would be, but wasn't the huge rusher. as a pass rusher. Long guy. Yeah. So they have a good mix of talent in Buffalo. It's I don't think they're going away anytime no. soon. No, I think the bigger question is just how does how does the offense do once Dable leaves? I think Dable gets a lot of credit for putting it together, getting the best out of them. I mean, they were you know unstoppable, obviously. So. And who was the guy? Um, oh, I think it's Ken Dorsey. The oh yeah. So. I guess Allen has already advocated for Ken Dorsey, who I assume is on the staff already. He's hmm. probably like the quarterback's coach or something. So they did what like we, what we would talk about on Tuesday, but but evidently Dable wants him as his offensive coordinator. Oh, oh. intrigue. So, but I think if you make him the offensive coordinator, right, mm. then he can't go. Right. Well, right. then he doesn't have to go to a new team and he prove could, it. But with why a new would team. you want to prove it with right. Josh Allen? You, right. If you do good for a couple yeah. of years, you're probably you probably could be a head coaching right. candidate yeah. rather than hop into Daniel you know, Jones. Maybe I can fix Daniel Ooh. Jones. I, yeah. you know, I, I would, I would stick with the known, you know, yeah. commodity. Yeah, sure. Plus, when it's cold, you're in the booth. What do you care? <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with that. Uh, Jacket and Abba writes in the middle. In the past three drafts, the Patriots have used relatively high draft picks to invest in the following players: Chase Winovich, third round. Anthony Jennings, third round. Juwan Williams, second. Josh Uche, second. Devin Asiasi, third. Dalton Keene, third. Ronnie Perkins, third. Notwithstanding the large amount of draft capital invested in these players, not one of them has become a starter. Are we to believe the Patriots whiffed on all these relatively high draft picks? If so, the Patriots need to change their approach to the draft. If the Patriots didn't whiff, why haven't any of them cracked the starting lineup? Hmm. What is the future of these players? Well, Perkins got hurt right away, right? And uh, then no. he fell behind. Well, he he, yeah he he might he, have had a he had an ankle injury, I think, inju- like the first couple of weeks. But it wasn't the injury that kept him out. And Keen got has had injuries. He has. Right? He missed the whole yeah. year. I don't know what Keen's Jennings situation missed the whole was. year. Um, Keen was a knee. Yeah, Jennings was hurt. Jennings hurt. We the whole didn't year. see Keen at all during training yeah. camp. Juwan Williams was a whiff. It looks like Perkins yeah. was on the field every single day of training camp. Right. Yeah. And, and was relegated to didn't show like much. Team Maybe reps. a little yeah. bit against the Giants at the end, where in that game, oh, there's a little bit. But I just like, never really got it with him. It mm. wasn't an injury thing with no. Perkins. Right. Is my point. Right. I know that he periodically showed up on the he injury was. report. That's not why he wasn't playing. No. He was out there every day. 
day for training camp. I wrote the rookie review today. He had an ankle injury at the start. I think he had a shoulder injury in the middle, mm-hmm. and then he had an ankle injury at the end that landed him on IR for the last five weeks. But, you know, I mean, I don't think the emailers saying anything yeah. we haven't talked and about. He went on IR to create a roster spot. Let's call so, it what it is. I mean, I mean yeah. they knew he wasn't doing anything. Um, you know, he's right. I mean, I, I think I see it with Jennings. I mean, I, I know, you know, he has his issues, but I think at least when you look at him, you say, all right, well, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to get another one of those guys. But, you know, we've talked about many times Uche and Winovich where they they're third down guys. I don't know if they're ever going to be full down guys. So, I, I mean, the, the criticism is apt and, and you're right. That's why apt. the decent the, the defense struggled. It's it's they got too many guys that are older and, you know, they don't have those fresh young legs like you would want. Are they ready to turn it over and all of a sudden it's, all right, we're just going to go next year with McGrone and with Raekwon McMillan and Uche and Winovich and we're just going to throw it in there. I, I, I think it's a stretch to expect that. I think they've got to find, you know, at least one more guy. Um, how does Therese Hall fit back in? We've talked about him as somebody. Um, He's, I mean, how does Juwan, does Juwan Bentley, like, do you bring jo- Juwan Bentley back when, you know, you really have kind of a throwback potential player in him? You've got some other middle linebackers that um, – you know, Jelani Tavai, is, how much of a drop-off is it really from Bentley to Jelani Tavai? Mm. You know, he played uh, a surprisingly I, I, I think, significant I think number of significant, minutes. but I don't think that Bentley's worth Yeah, that's, that's what's hard. That's what's hard. But I mean, he's because a lot think, better than Tavai. But I think as like a, you know, in a Landon Roberts, you know, just, just stop the run, just be an early down guy, then, you know, instead of trying to make Jawan Bentley into a three-down linebacker, just kind of lean into the role and – uh, I, I think how they handle the linebacker position it will be one of the most interesting things to kind of watch because they've got a lot of those guys, as we've listed off. I mean, they have a bunch there, but they don't have anybody who's proven, right. been there, done that, or really fits what they want. Yeah. You know, It's not like Jamie Collins in, in coming back in 2014, and you're like, wow, he looked really good in the playoffs. It seems like he's ready to, you know, and he did take over with Hightower and played a big role in 2014 and, you know, became an every-down linebacker. But you don't have anybody like right. that. All right, we're going to take a quick break, eat some food, and we come back. More calls and emails on Patriots Unfiltered. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas, where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app, where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment day in and day out to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, No uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. 
Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. At Patriot Place, our stores, restaurants, and entertainment venues are excited for you to enjoy everything we have to offer. Make new memories with family and friends at our designated outdoor refreshment areas where you can enjoy food and alcoholic beverages from all of our Patriot Place restaurants. Download the Patriot Place Advantage app where you can earn points on every visit and redeem exclusive rewards and offers. Everyone here at Patriot Place looks forward to seeing you. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. 
but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. And now, great moments in Patriot 
History. Only been on a team like Brandon Cooks. Yeah. He changes teams no, every but year. I'm, I'm just he about, might not have at that, his age. that knowledge of a system. Right, that, forget that, that's true. Forget it. I, I, I was giving Eric the props. That's no. right. I don't understand what his age has to do with anything. Uh, I, I think his age has to do with a lot of it's talking trade. I, I think another team is taking into consideration the guy's age. Right. Don't but you? why? Because he's old. Because he doesn't know my system? That's what you said. No, this I, is the only thing that I disagree I, with. I said. Is that he's more valuable to the Patriots because he knows right. the system. That's right. It has nothing to do with age. But at his age, he has less to contribute to another team than I the agree. Patriots. I agree. And that's Patriots. why I don't think Hightower has. Why is that? Has... Because he's old. About two minutes later. Who's he more valuable to? The another Patri team or the, the Patriots? The Patriots. Why? Because he is on the oh, Patriots. Oh, forget it. You can't even answer. You, you know, forget it. It's it's over. It's okay, over. Okay, so. Ding, ding, ding. It's over. Let's move on. <laughs> About five minutes later. Thanks, Which is Paul. ridiculous. See, this is what happens. You can't Thanks, have Paul. a you can't have an argument because you can't. Thanks, Paul. You're not allowed to disagree with Fred. Thank you. <laughs> you're not allowed. Don't disagree. Th with Fred. Thanks for giving me credit for that. Don't disagree, I, I Fred. That. I'm sorry. I appreciate I'm that. sorry. I appreciate Did I hurt that. your feelings by disagreeing with you? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't think I, I sound sorry. like the one who's upset here. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> you very much sound like the one who's upset. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Well, we just like, have to end it at some point. I know. I mean, it's like I have to. It's like I have to put down a vampire. Exactly. You know? It's like Can it I... just keeps coming back. You exactly. Gotta, you got to get decided, that stake in his heart. You've decided that it's silly. That's another great moment from. Great. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Um, I've heard that one before. Why? Why yeah. do we not? That's get... the, the the finish for that one oh. had nothing to do with. Me or Fred. <laughs> it was Paul's it favorite part when I said, the guy that came off the top rope, <laughs> deuce. Uh, Dante Hightower might be kind of good as a pass rusher somewhere. Else. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> hell with all of you. Um, listener on Host Crime, Justin writes in, please tell Deuce to stop doing that thing with his voice. What is that thing? Right, yeah. I don't know. Speaking? <laughs> yeah. Talking? Do you do, do something with so. your voice? Not that I'm aware of. No. God, I hope I don't have a weird, another weird tick. I mean, we've already got Blount and yes, Chan and Sh Shan Shan Chandler. Sh Sh Chandler. Please be more specific. Yeah. But be nice about it. Yeah, just so I don't, I don't know what, what he's doing with know. his voice. No. I don't know. A yeah. uh, couple of know, uh, callers have uh, been holding on for a while. Appreciate that. Willem and Philem. What's up, William? Hey, what's up, Fred? How you doing? Good. Okay. Uh, just want. Well, actually, I had three questions. One, I just want to say, I heard you last. Uh, what was it? Tuesday, I think. And you was coming out. Uh, you was calling my name though, but I was waiting for a while because I'd be at work when y'all go live. You know what I mean? So when I go on my lunch break, I only had a little bit of time. But uh, that's cool though. You know what I mean? I was just listening. Oh, to you weren't there when I called you out. Okay. All right, right. right. Yeah. I was there. I was there for a while though, but then after I had to go. Though. Okay. You know well, just hang up. Okay. Yeah, I I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so um, let me see. Uh, Eric and Mike, remember when I talked to y'all about the Alabama thing, and you know, yeah, maybe I should have thought about that a little bit more better. But what would be so much to differ from that when we uh drafted Dominique uh, easily? And he had two torn ACLs in both his legs. And then you had to yeah. wait a whole year for him anyway just to see. Oh, you're talking about the receivers. If he was going to recover. Yeah. 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 And that was a bad pick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was, a, right. that was, so, that was a bust. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. I think they thought he was going to be what Barmore ended up being. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like one ACL, like I think that easily had problems beyond just the – I think he just had weak knees. He did. He looked, remember that, that when they brought him out for the jersey? He, he walked out and, and like, we were like, he looks like he's bowled or like knock-kneed. knock-kneed. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. this guy, like, that's not, not gonna good. going to make it. And, we, you know, just – Sometimes, you know, you can't judge from first impressions, but we were right there. Mm-hmm. You know, with Michi, I, listen, I, I, if he's in the second round, I'd take him. Yeah. I'd he's take ready, him. He's going to be ready to go. Yeah. He, just, he might be. I, I, I'd be willing they, to wait. I'd they be willing say, to wait. They say, though, with the ACLs, like with the skill position guys, that first year back, you can play, but you're just you're not, not quite right. yourself. The mm-hmm. second year, you are. Yeah. You know. So uh, I think to William's point is, are you willing to make – uh, that concession and wait a year for him to be at his at his, at his best. best. I mean, he's he's available yeah. somewhat though, right? I mean, yeah, really, he, he could would get be out there. To, be, yeah, because he was early in the season. He tore it, right? That was that was. The, 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 I don't remember. I mean, exactly Williams was in the end, yeah. but I, I take it. I take it absolutely. I mean, I think anything that you can do in the draft to give you know Mac a long term weapon under a rookie contract, I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Okay. One more thing, and that's it. And this one is uh, for Paul. Paul, I spoke to the gentleman about Jameson uh, Williams go. So, would you take him, or let's say, okay, and let's just say, God forbid, you know, if Bill just do this right, if he takes Nakobe Dean or my man Devin Lloyd from Utah, or either uh, Amari Garten, I'm big on fan. I'm a big fan of his. So anyway, my question is, would you, you know, if he, would you think Bill would take them? You know what I mean? And if so, you know, the key word is seed here, okay? I mean, that's just throughout the draft. I mean, he got to hit on at least four of these guys. You know what I mean? Rapids defense, offensive line, receiver, I don't know. I mean, what would you what would you think will happen, though? And I'll leave it at that, okay? Jeremy, All right. Take care. Thanks, William. I, I, th- there's a lot there, yeah. and I'm not exactly sure what the question is. Um, I, I think that they definitely need a lot of different positions that we talked about earlier in the show. Cornerback, mm. uh, you know, an athletic linebacker that breaks the mold. I don't expect them to go after an athletic line. I don't – N'Kobe Dean. I, don't, I just don't – I'm not telling you never because Bill will surprise us, but it's been 20-plus years, and that's not the, the sort of skill set that Bill gravitates toward. Would have been interesting, though, if Micah Parsons were available uh, this he, past year, what they would have done. Yeah, I, I I think that he's bigger than would they have taken, they have taken he's him? He's bigger than these guys. Yeah. I and I think that's I I totally agree with you, Paul. And I think a lot of these um you know, getting some emails about Nicobe Dean and, and uh I think it's the guy a, from Utah is really good too, I forget. Right, and they're both like six two, two twenty and, and I think it's kind of like our fan analysis thing of like they need to get fast, they need to adjust, they need to and I, I think we're prisoners of the moment a little bit on trying. And I, I, and I like those guys the little bit. I've kind of dipped into them both. Yeah. I think they embody like what we think they need. But I'm not. I'm with Paul. I don't know if that's what they think like, they need. Micah Parsons is one of those guys that I think Bill would have been interested because in he's kind of a unicorn, right? And he plays everywhere. Right. He, he's, 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 six, he's six three, two forty five. Yes, like N- Nicole Dean is like six foot, like two twenty five. Right, and that's not their that's thing. That's not something that. And again, I'm not telling you that Bill will never take that guy. Like I don't, I don't do that to Bill yeah, Belichick. Don't ever do that. There are no boxes that he can be sort of put in, and and there is never uh, a way out. He will do different things from different times. I don't think that, you know, history will tell us. I don't think that that's a guy that he would he would go for in the first round. He might take a guy like that with that kind of a skill set later on and say, I can use him on special teams. I can yeah. do this, and if he blossoms, and then maybe I have something. But 
was kind of a Landon Roberts. I mean, he's kind of that size. Not exactly the sideline to sideline first round, but he's a later six right. foot ish. Nephi Sewell is that the guy you were thinking of? Utah? No, no, no. It's Devin Lloyd. That was the name I was oh. thinking of. Um, but I, but I think you know schematically everybody you know wants to figure out what they're doing. But I I think probably the core of what they're probably going to stick to is keeping two big body tackles and having a middle linebacker that's kind of a thumper behind them. They use the safeties. They use the Duggars, the Phillips as the athletic guys. I, I don't know if it's a middle linebacker. I don't know if they're and – and this is Patrick Queen last year. We talked about these guys. I, I love them. I think, you know, you'd and love to see them in the system. some of them haven't worked. Like, I, I, I do I, – I give you the roster of all the different guys, and then they've not all been great. But I, I think there's been enough of them that have worked that you can say, you know, you can do it at that size. Yeah. You know, the, the Whites, the Bushes, the, the Davids, the – you know the Murrays, uh, the, the the Queens. Though you know Fred Warner, you you were talking about when we were Ugh. watching uh, watching highlights that they were playing on NFL Network. Wow. <coughs> and they're not all really small. Some of them are bigger than others. So I'm not I'm not cap, you know I'm not painting all with the same broad brush. But I just like the idea of an athletic three down linebacker, even if he's not like filling the the suit. Mm-hmm. You know he doesn't have to be six three two fifty. Yep, and take on guards and you know stuff the run. He could do everything well. I think Mayo was maybe a little bit of a tweener as because he's not. He's probably what like six two two forty. Like not not quite big, as light as those guys, guy. but you know that that's probably as close as you're going to get. Uh, Travis in Baltimore writes in. He says, <clears throat> um, as a clarification, Breer walked back the comment on oh, Calvin did he? Ridley. Did he said his contract did not toll. Oh. And he'd be on the fifth-year option next year. Oh, okay. Provided he comes back to play, hmm. obviously. Okay, they, uh, that's a good uh, correction because yeah. yeah. I had I had seen uh, Bird, I think, tweeted something out about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I thought that that offered a wrinkle. Again, I'm not sure if it uh, if it made him more acquirable or less. You know, because I think there's some yeah there's some gray area in there. Like, do you want an extra year of term that you because uh, you know the the fifth year option. I don't know, like th- like that. I, I don't know. You yeah. know that would have been a, a question too for like. Um, I'm glad that that Bert ended that. But so let's say you had that deadline. You had to say yes to pick up the fifth year option. Well, you had to do that heading into the fourth year. Does that is that binding? I was thinking the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like Can another is, team to trade for him and say, actually. Well, you know, no. Like, for the other, like if, if his contract didn't toll, like if, if he was still entering his fourth year now. Right. Do you have another choice to make? Like, do, do I have, have till May to make, to make that again? decision right. again, or was my original mm-hmm. d- my original yeah. choice binding? Like yeah. that that would have been interesting. Or, or if you trade him, does the t- does another team have the same option where they didn't agree to it? So no, I think that, that no, that's that's his contract. Yeah. You, you trade for his contract. Mm-hmm. That's binding. what it is. What it is. That I know, because when you trade for a guy, his contract right now states that that fifth year is get just like if someone trades for Isaiah Win, mm-hmm. they have they're to take that fifth year, year option. Right. That's, that's his he's contract. On it, right. He's on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the phones. John's in D.C. Hey, John. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Uh, I, I was, th- I've been thinking about um, defense and particularly rebuilding that. And I think there's basically only four questions you have to ask yourself. And you sort of started uh, answering the first one, which is, are we changing the philosophically at linebacker position? Right? Because I'm looking at the draft, 
and this is where reality hits, you know, theory, you know, the draft, there's four really stellar guys at the linebacker position, and then there's just a bunch of run stoppers, sort of Juwan Bentley type, I think, you know. So I think that's going to be a key, because if you have to get an athletic linebacker, you have to use your first or your second round pick. So I think that's the first question. Are we changing philosophically at linebacker, or are we doing the Cameron Cameron Raekwon McMillan patch job for a year? You, I, if you're you asking me to to pick one of those two things, I'll I'll pick the second one. I, I think that's more yeah. likely. But mm-hmm. I I don't know. Like it's hard to to make these choices without seeing how a board sets up and how it unfolds. Like maybe yeah. Bill thinks a lot more of one of those guys than we're giving him credit for, and then all of a sudden he's there and he's like, wow, you know, 21. I could I can get this guy. Yeah. I didn't you know? And he might he might jump at it. I you know I don't yeah. I don't know or yeah. He also might like a guy, you know, like Jawan Bentley. You know, everybody was like, you know, well, is he going to say, well, when did they draft Jawan Bentley but, but, in the third round? But I think, caller, are, 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 is what you're saying, like, let's just say that first scenario Paul said, 21, that guy's there, will jump. Are you saying that if they do that, it requires a change in philosophy in the defense? I don't think it, necessi- I don't think it necessarily, necessarily does, but what I'm saying is that with your, with your concerns, particularly at the wide receiver position and the cornerback position, and given particularly how, cr- how crucial those are going to be, I think you can pass on linebacker for a year, wait till the 2023 class, and then get more of a selection than, than in this year's draft, is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I think that the, the change of philosophy to me would be more personnel related than scheme related. I don't think that you need to change your personnel, your, your the way you play. Mm-hmm. But if you like, if you plug in the Kobe Dean for J- Jawan Bentley, it's different. But it doesn't mean that you're asking him to do different things. It's I'm asking a smaller guy to fill. Yeah, but maybe now you're saying roles. now and, we can do different things, and yeah. let's. You know, no, but I'm just saying it doesn't require a scheme change. Yeah. I don't want them to say – I don't think that the way they play defense is all wrong. Yeah. yeah. I think no. some of the personnel they use to do it is a little bit antiquated. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so I, I guess that's not really – philosophically, that's not exactly the best word, but that what I mean is are we going after – are traditional linebackers, or are we going after these the speedier guys? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What are, limit on my guess speedier. is they're going traditional. What, what, do, you, yeah, what do you think of Darian Beavers? Because I think he is <laughs> traditional. That's the traditional guy. guy. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I came, you know, it's... What, what, what are you doing? He's, he's, he's this year's... <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not there yet. We're guys, not there yet. It's still January. <laughs> yeah. I know, I started anyway. dipping my toe in it. But <laughs> that's one player that popped out to me as the traditional... I, mean, I, I gotta be honest. The only reason why I know who Dean, <laughs> anything about Dean, yeah, is these are all for George is on TV every game. <laughs> I mean, like I watch him every week. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, John. Appreciate the call. Uh, no, it's a, it's a good question that he. I don't. Yeah. I just it's wish, an opportunity this year. I don't year, have the answer. Yeah. Because they don't. They have a lot of free agents and guys. I mean, it's, it's an if they wanted to blow it up and start over and and reestablish what they do, they they could do it this year. And I think that's the heart of that call is right. Do they? Because you're that? not mismatching parts. Like it's not. Well, we're going to keep. Hightower and Bentley, and then we got to try to fit in Kobe Dean. It's probably it right an opportunity to, to say we're going to go with a different skill set at that position and see yep. how it goes. Yep. Uh, let's go to Mike in Puerto Rico. Hey, Mike. Hey guys, uh, long time, first time. Yeah. 
Long-time listener, first-time embarrassed by that defensive oh. performance. Oh, okay. Get it. Because you had us a little bit, because we know you've <laughs> called many times before, but I get it now. First-time embarrassed. All right. Yeah. Uh, is, is there any, any other words to describe it? Sorry to be so delayed on, on my response on it, but uh, this is the first opportunity I've gotten to call, and it really was. Well, that's what Devin McCourty said. I was, I was embarrassed. Yeah. I, I actually am willing to propose a moratorium on calling Bill Belichick a defensive genius, considering this is the first time ever wow. that he was actually had wow. a perfect offensive game. Wow. Right? Okay, well, I mean, you know, was every painting Van Gogh painted a masterpiece? He was a Eric? genius. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, some. If you don't like his go, art, you I, would say none of it is a masterpiece. I, 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 that's it's I, in the I eye of the beholder. I have art questions. I go yeah. to you. Yeah. Uh, Art's pretty subjective. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but is it warranted? The moratorium? No. No. You, you can't. I think. It. No, it's not warranted. I think he's earned his stripes. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to get rid of him? But that doesn't mean he shouldn't be criticized and sure. and you know, ad- admittedly needs to get better. I just think I just think the genius thing is stupid. I've always thought it's stupid. Well, his own father said to coach. his own father said to him, "Genius, you walk up and down a sideline." <laughs> That's, that, those were the words of his own father. Right, mm. but it's just it's you know I don't think that there's a genius on the level that every year this person is able to put together a football team that just dominates. Like it, it just sets like an unrealistic <laughs> expectation of he's a he's an amazing football coach. But it's hard thing I mean, to do, true. and there's going to be ups and downs. Like I mean, can you be a genius at football? I mean. Yeah, it's Mike Lombardi sure. is. <laughs> but there's so much involved of getting players to perform, and you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, he can draw up a genius game plan, but, that's, but if the players but don't that's execute kind of the it, point it is like really so matter. much is out of your hands. Like yeah. you're relying on 53 different right. guys with different personalities to do it, and unless they do it, I don't care how smart you are, it ain't gonna work. You right. know, right? Well, but it's then just, again, it's, that's fine. But my point on this is. There's never been a perfect offensive output. At least that's what all the media says and all, all the, the stuff on, um, on social media, whatever. Like, there's never been. And as, as good a, as, as a historical buff and, you know, like he's really into the, the records, the shoe records and, you know, the floaty dropkick and all that other stuff, his name will forever be linked to the only team that has ever given up an off, a perfect offensive game. I think you're in the moment. <laughs> you're yeah, in the yeah, moment, yeah. man. That, it, I'm going to tell a you. A year from now, it's going to be completely forgotten. Right. And I'm going to and I'm going to tell you, and I say this, and I'm very consistent with this. Uh, I don't care about SID stat. I don't think that will even be in his nope. no in his bio. I think you. I think you're, you're in the moment, Mike, and I get it. Yeah. It hurts right now. Like, I don't even think it's, it's an open wound, but it's it's going to be lost in history. That little factoid. Yeah will not even be in the top 10 worst things that you list about Bill Belichick. Yeah. Like I'm I'm serious. Like right. behind the Browns tenure. Mm. Um the the press conference with the Jets, the corpse the, of Steven Jackson. Uh you know Malcolm the sca- Butler. The scandals that he was involved in. Like it's not even going to be Malcolm Butler. It won't even be mentioned. Right. Like it was a horrific okay. playoff performance in 2021. Nothing more, horrific. nothing less. It was the worst ever. That's the thing. It wasn't. It wasn't horrific. It was the worst ever. I don't know. I I, I kind of thought the sixty three that that Miami gave up to Jacksonville was pretty bad too. Does anybody remember that? But, but was it a perfect 
Uh, who nobody, cares, nobody Mike? cares about that. Sixty-three. Points. Nobody's paying attention to that. Who yeah. cares? Like, I mean, I, there's been game, there's been a million games where teams haven't punted. Yeah. Like, who cares that they happen to score touchdowns? I remember um, the year that the Colts came in here. They came. It was a uh, two games they, they hadn't punted. punted. They came off a game yep. in which two. they right. They hadn't punted. Yeah. So it. Okay. I, I get it, Mike. It's it hurts now, but it's gonna get better. It'll get better. And I, I hear you. On a brighter note. Okay, <laughs> I'm listening. And I'll take I'm listening. this off the air. I know you guys were talking about uh, the overtime rules and maybe some possible options to that. And granted, this is more on the entertaining and lighthearted side. But rather than tossing a coin, uh, maybe uh, either have the quarterback go into an uh, accuracy competition. <laughs> All right. What is it, the uh, so we're going to make it a circus. <laughs> No. Yeah, I mean, I, this is where I'm with Paul. Can we just play football? Can we just continue yeah. continue to play football? Just keep after playing football. The, yeah. right. This is another great Felger yeah. rant. Mm. Th- thanks, Mike. And it'll get better, I promise. The, yeah. You know, and they would talk because they've been doing – he goes, if we wanted to just, like, cash the checks and check our brains at the door, <coughs> we could do four hours a oh, day, yeah. five days a week for months. On Fakakta overtime scenarios, <laughs> <laughs> because they just call, and right. one is is more ludicrous than the next. It's like let's have a game of checkers. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, pick you, a number. I heard you a guy a, a guy called in the other uh, yesterday, I think, and suggested that instead of playing the overtime, it goes to the stats. Whoever had the most total yards wins. Like right. these are the things that we're doing. Yeah, just overthinking it. Yeah, just yeah. play the game. Just. Yep. Play, play the game until somebody scores more. And I'm really worried that they're going to come up with something new that's going to have all these. And then, but if, you know, all those thens and but ifs and, uh, and different And I don't, and I don't think you have to change anything for the regular season. I think you just yeah. want to change it for the, the playoffs. playoffs. And I think it's very simple. Just play another quarter and make it timed. 15 minutes timed. Right. That's it. Yep. And if it's not decided then... Then you do it. I mean, like you, you know, you can't go all night. You can't do what the NHL does. Uh, over to Eldred in North Carolina. Hey, Eldred. Hey, fellas. How y'all doing today? Good. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm in the in truck training, but uh, truck training. I'm torn. Yeah, I'm th- torn. I thought you were. Are you uh, training? Yeah. You yeah. Training I thought, I thought you were a licensed driver. <laughs> I'm a licensed driver, but I'm training for another position. Oh. And uh, at least I'd be home on the weekends, and I can watch my Patriots. Nice. Oh, nice. But. Um, yeah, but well, I'm I'm torn between Stingley, Two lovers. Jameson, and uh, Overlay, first round pick. Because they go with defensive tackle, I'm just gonna go through the roof again. Yeah, you know, because I, I don't think they'll go defensive defense. tackle. I don't think so. I think he made offense. Mainly the mock draft they picking, you know. And then I'm like the other guy. I like them inside linebackers, but I don't think Bill will go for that. But Stingley's a big press six one uh, press corner. Got some speed that can cover. Good player. Yeah, don't get I, I love Williamson. I don't Williamson. think he'll be around at twenty one. Yeah, yeah, because both of those will be around by twenty one. It did if you get it, but uh, I just like I said, GM. I don't like him. I know you get mad at me about saying that dude. Can't help it, Coach. Oh, hey. I love him to death. GM, I got problems with. Yeah. You know. Check with me in April. I'll tell you who they should draft. But I've been sitting for 15 years. <laughs> when is our lads right arrived? He's, st- <laughs> he's still living off that Justin Jefferson pick. <laughs> yeah, I got to give him the nod. <laughs> now, there weren't a lot of people talking about Justin no, Jefferson. about Robbie Gould? You, you oh, said oh, that we had, had a draft for Robbie Gould? I, I, they didn't. 
I identified him well, as what? Well, a, kicker? a great kicker. This guy's got a strong leg. I, I got a nose for the yeah, ball to foot speed. Good foot to ball. Foot to ball quickness. That was a Shaneism. But actually, y'all question. Yeah. Would y'all be mad if he went strictly defense this draft? I don't think I would be. I, I wouldn't be mad as long as in the free agency well, yeah. he picked up a wide receiver. Right. Yeah. yeah, what did they do before that? Yeah, I doubt yeah. that. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be mad at all. I think they need a number one wide receiver, but I understand they probably feel like they have limitations on offense, regardless, mm-hmm. and they need a lot of help on defense. Yeah, yeah. and they only have six picks right now, so whatever yeah. they do, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I hope so. Well, y'all have a good one, bro. So, all right, thanks, Aldrin. Just all right. we can all go to bed at night. With the knowledge that whoever they pick will be the right course. Right <laughs> course. Yeah, Fred will tell us. Uh, Rich in Santa Cruz writes in, Thanks so much for all you do. The Bills loss was the first time I remember ever having been simply unable to watch. I live in California now. Cool story, Haskell. And I have to watch the games on Game Pass. So I watched okay. the second half while listening <laughs> to the post-game show and grieved and watched <laughs> at the same time. Oh, man. The only way I could do it. <laughs> One question that has always perplexed me. Why is it so rare for professional punters to actually kick the ball so it goes out of bounds between the 10 and the end zone? I mean, they're the best in the world at this, right? Coffin corners. They used to do that. That yes. used to be Coffin a thing. Yeah. They, Every, but they don't want to do that anymore. And why? Because they want to give the coverage unit a chance to make a play on the ball um, inside. the like They get greedy, number one. Want to turn it over? But they, yeah, they also want to see if they can get a guy to make a bad decision with the ball yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that, like... And that's I, from Belichick, by the, the way. The other that's thing I think what that. changed a lot of punting philosophy is this: the new technique that allows the ball to stand up instead of going forward. Yep. Yes. Like a, yep. And that changed everything, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Like you know, that, what that sort mean? of Australian rules football type. They kick like it differently on plus yeah. 50 punts. Oh, 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 right. Oh, oh, gotcha. Then they do, gotcha. like, from their own straight point. The traditional, the traditional the punt, they turn it. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. hold it straight out, and it sort of spirals. And it, if it's it perfect, you, it, it gives you right. a little drop. kickback. Oh, it's but, um, it, but, yeah, they, they sort of like the Australian rules kind of rugby-type yeah, thing. They hold it straight it, up. Like, and instead yeah. of go- bouncing forward, it bounces up or backwards. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a technique thing yep. that th- these guys have mastered. Yeah, yeah. and you'll well, see. There there have been times that they still go to the sidelines, and they're trying to avoid returns. And what if, mm. if their coverage units are struggling? Or, or the what, other guy, yeah, is really good. Yeah. But I – I know Bill has said that, like, whatever, I think someone asked him, whatever happened to the coffin corner? Yeah. Yeah. You don't really huh. see it anymore, and that was how we explained And this was a long time ago. We're going back oh, yeah. 15 years. Yeah, anyway. sure. Just They, they want to give teams a chance to make a play, and they also want to give the other team chance a chance to make a, to make a bad play. Right. Uh, Sean in uh, Petaluma, California. No? Not aware not Petaluma? Mm. Never heard of it? Really? Really? No. I've heard of it. It's a big state. You can Petaluma or pet a kitten, whatever. Um, guys, I have a peculiar theory I've been floating for the past five years or so, and it's right in Mike's wheelhouse. Oh, good. The theory is this. Anytime a player wears a jersey in which the hand warmer is sewn into the jersey, their team's chances of losing go way up. <laughs> it's not 100%, but teams with sewn-in hand warmers always seem to lose, especially in big games. The Ravens often wear them, and Lamar Jackson seems to flop in big games with one. When Josh Allen came out wearing one on Sunday, I knew they were doomed. I just knew Patrick Mahomes would lead them to a comeback with 13 seconds left as long as Josh Allen was on the other sideline with a sewn-in hand warmer in his jersey. So if it's sewn-in, it's bad, but if it's just one right. of those clip-like Because that's what ones. he wears. It's that's like what, a fanny pack. That's what it's okay. Pack, right? yeah. uh, that was, those were huge. <laughs> I remember um, when I was little, I'm watching the games. I thought it was so cool that yep. they had them oh, yeah. right in their uniforms. Yeah, yeah. 
Brian Sipe. Somebody sewed something. It's like yeah. a kangaroo. You get that pocket. You get a right. little pouch. Yeah, right, I thought yeah. those were so cool. They yeah. go right in. I wanted one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a neck roll. That's what. That's what I like. That was, that was my '80s. Oh, I started oh, freshman yeah. football. I'm sure. like, I got to get a neck. Like, I'm like the only freshman, on the, and I got a stupid, you know, neck roll on. Like, I'm hitting anybody hard <laughs> right. enough to have any kind of impact. Do you have a neck injury? No. 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 I just want to look tough. <laughs> I'm anticipating one, though. I bet Andy had one. Andy oh, must have had one. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, Andy had one. Yeah, Andy yeah, probably absolutely. used different iterations. I had like the, you know, how I had like, that game expected yeah. to be. Like the big foam one first, but then when I then then I got just the collar one. You know, the collar one, the black one that goes inside and just kind of sticks out. Andy had one. Completely unnecessary. Remember back in. When we used to play, or at least when I, you had the um, padded hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the yeah, fingers yeah, out. Yeah, you, you know, Andy yep. used to wear oh, that. I did, too. He'd probably, like, too. put ketchup in there to make it look like it was bloody or something. You know? Oh, I loved it. I taped my fingers, too. I was like, wow, this is actually, I can see why you tape your fingers. It, it yeah. made sense Oh, to yeah, me. He, he would do all that oh, stuff. Yeah, I did, oh, yeah, I did, too. I did, yeah. too. Me and Andy were, were more alike, probably, than <laughs> love fullbacks. It was all about the look. Or, like, the Brian Cox one. Remember the Brian Cox? Yeah, the straight up. The straight up one. I mean could go on for I think hours. Grogan wore a version of all of them. I did. <laughs> You're right. And he had to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he actually needed it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I just want to look cool. Uh, let's see. Who's this? I don't know. Underrated move of the offseason <laughs> is Elliot Wolf staying in New England. It's a huge boost to the draft room, and it showed with their selections last year. It's been needed for a while, but having those fresh and new eyes to evaluate the draft for New England will pay off with the draft again this year. I think you'll see improvements with the second to fourth round selections from here on out. How do you know Elliot Wolf had anything I to do with those no picks? Idea. We don't. I, I guess no idea what he did. I guess he didn't really have much of a voice in 2000. Oh, no. Is he here? Isn't this, isn't this his third year? Elliot Wolf. Won't this be his third year? Elliot Wolf. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I you, thought he was. You could maybe I'm wrong. Hope I thought, please. I thought, I thought, I thought it was. I thought it was his third year, but maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you could make the – as he's been here longer, he's had more they of a They did voice. really go outside the box, as I've said many times, <laughs> by taking those two Alabama guys um, and, then, and then the two Oklahoma You know, to guys. that end, Efren from Hollywood, California, uh, writes I, I in. I know Hollywood. Uh, Efren Zimbalis Jr. If you, <laughs> if, if you know Hollywood. I do. Yeah. Okay. I know what. Uh, he says the New England Patriots had a great draft last year, yep. which was they a did. major upgrade from prior drafts. What changed? Which individuals should be given credit for the turnaround? Uh, what changed is they needed a quarterback and got one with the 15th pick. Yeah, Mac, Mac Jones started from day one and won 10 games. That's why your draft was so good. Well, uh, Barmore, I think, was a good pick. I think Stevenson was a good pick. Yeah. And what else you got? The jury that's three, if you get three picks right, in a but, draft, that's a good draft. But take Mac Jones out, and what is it? I don't know. Who, who would they pick instead of him? No, but the, well, let's put a Isaiah Wynn. Let's do what they've been doing. Yeah. No, but – that's this, not this fair, but no, that's not fair. No, it's what I'm saying is, first of all, they had the, the highest rated draft, and this was uh, a thing I read on um, ESPN+. Plus. Okay. And I think it's, it's warranted. I think it's valid. I mean, I think when you get a starting quarterback okay. who plays from day one, your draft deserves to be ranked number one. But it's number one because of that, not because of Barmore and, and Stevenson. Hmm. And it, I mean, it just is. Yeah. Okay. But probably still pretty solid with Barmore, at least. I mean, I you know, I and yeah. I, I get it augments point, it, but it augments it. But Absolutely. that's an important kind of player. Only dra- only trade they made very this focused. Was his second, I just think the draft is huge this year. I'm really excited for it. I know that probably surprises everybody that I'm excited for something. Elliot Wolf was uh, this, this was is, his this second is, year. This is yeah. his third. He's year. going into oh, his wow. third. Yeah. So it makes sense so that, that now right. he's a little bit more comfortable and has mo- maybe maybe. Oh, so this will be the draft then. The second, this is he'll his have his fingerprints on this. This will be his third draft. This will be his third draft. Yeah, right. So this is the one we can expect the Yellow Wolf draft. 
I don't know why you have to be so snarky. I'm, I'm just being. I'm just being. Like, I don't know. It's what he does. I'm just being snarky. It's for pure fun. speculation, but it's what he it, does. I mean, not I, just I him. Know, but I know but everybody wants to embrace it because they had a good draft last year. Why can't Bill get? See, this is where I'm going to actually defend okay. Bill. All right. It usually works the opposite for Bill. Usually he gets credit for things when they go well and blamed for things now, when I they. Un- do, when, I understand. I mean, and, and ignored when they don't. But you're a fan. He's oh. the guy who's in charge. Okay, but you're if you blame him for the bad drafts, you got to give him credit for a good uh, fine. one. Fine. He gets the credit for last fine. year. But for whatever the reason, we, we do admit that over the last five years or so, they've had pretty crappy drafts. Yes, they've struggled. Oh, yeah. So now, I'm giving him credit okay, so, for this one. Right. So things got a little better. You also factor in Robert Kraft's uh, comments in the offseason that yeah. we need to be more collaborative. Fans hear that. I know And they're do. wondering, what does that mean? And did, did they become more collaborative? Yeah. I, I'm just going to continue to say Bill's in charge. I, absolutely. And much like when the defense falls apart, you know, to Mike in Puerto Rico's point, I think that's at the feet of Bill Belichick. Uh, okay. No one else. All right. I, I know you want to. And I give Bill credit for this. I know you want to be a Bill Toady, and that's fine. That's fine. I, 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 listen, that's a. And I am too, but I, listen. I, can, I can show you the, the, the sound drops of me saying he's a very, very good drafter. I know, but it, even if you, you want to say give Bill credit, for being more collaborative, okay. My phone just started uh, randomly talking <laughs> talking to about Bill Belichick. You know, if even if you want to give Bill the credit for being more collaborative, that's fine. But what does that collaboration look like? What yeah. was that? Was that Elliot Wolf or Dave Ziegler yeah. having just, more of a I'm say? Just looking. That's, that's all the that's all the emailers wondering. Right. What do we, you know, what do we owe to that right. colla- You know, that improvement and or collaboration. Yeah, I'm all. We'll never know a, the intimate details. But I thought, but I thought I thought his email was that oh it's a boon that the Patriots are keeping Elliott Wolf because he Correct. made this draft. That was the email. Well, that's that what he's thinking. E- yeah. yeah, but we don't know that. Right, we, we don't, don't know how involved he was. That and that's the next. That's the next. That's why I followed it up with the next emailer who said what do to what do we owe that improvement? We'll never know because yeah. he'll and never and tell and us. The answer to the question is Mac Jones. Like that's why you feel like you've improved so much. I I don't. Okay, I don't buy the collaborative. I think Bill's in charge. He's the guy. I agree. Blame but, blame but him can, when it goes bad. You can credit still, him when it goes good. But you can good. still be in charge and be more collaborative. Sure, you can still be in charge. Yeah, yeah. If, sure, I don't think that that's the case. I don't think that happened. Oh, all right. That's fine. Hmm. None of us know. And I, again, I Deuce will just sit in the sideline <laughs> and will not say anything. <laughs> we, we don't know. We'll just make faces and and will not say. We anything. don't know. And we'll never know. And he does well, that's that, it. He does that thing we with his voice know. that I we don't know opinion. what it is. I want an opinion. My, my point is, <laughs> it's talk radio. I think, I think, Bill, I I think Bill has always had guys that go out and do all of this work, and then they go to him and they all talk about it, and yep. Bill makes the decision. Yeah. And I think they did that last year too. Yeah. But did he listen to them more and make the decision, you know? I I think he's always listened to no, them. I, I don't think I he do. listened to them more. I that, do the do. only word I would disagree with is the more. I, I, I get it, and, and that may be the case. I just know, I know, because I hear people talking. They remember what Kraft said about maybe we need to be a little bit more collaborative, and they wonder yeah. if that happened. That's all. Yeah, I, I think it's great to wonder. I mean, I think with this draft, though, it always stood out to me was just that they didn't take any of those random who. Like, everything yeah, made right, sense. As right. To Paul's point, Alabama. Right. Quarterback. Mac Jones. That's I what get it. That's, that's what, what they, they did. Do. It wasn't like, 
wow, they really went off the beaten path this time and really found some gems. Like it was, they they did what they kind of were supposed to do usually instead of taking like a random second round safety that no one had ever heard of. Like, well, I, I but are see, you okay? But are you okay with that pick? Which one? Barmore, Lenore, Ryan. But oh, the that, random second round well, safety. Well, but I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. Hold on now. I, 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 this is where I'm going to push back on you, Deuce. Yeah. He wasn't a random second round pick. Everybody had him pegged for right. being oh, yeah. higher I, I than. Wasn't, I mean, like he was on a lot I of I didn't mean Duggar boards. when I was saying. I was, I That's mean, who I, I was, was using that as a That's general example of like yeah. Tavon Wilson and, you know, those oh, yeah, guys yeah. over the oh, years. Oh, the Rutgers I didn't guys. Mean that, I wasn't Absolutely. calling out Kyle Duggar, who I yeah. like. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that that was an outlier. And I do think that that draft was okay. Um, but. You know, I I just don't think that they went that far off the beaten path that you need to think that all of a sudden somebody came in and was like, "Wow, we got to redo everything we do. Let's take the guy from Alabama and that I, everyone thinks is a great fit for here." And like, I know, like, listen, I I am absolutely guilty of the snark. I mean, I'm not, but I I do think snark aside, I think it's all different when you have a quarterback. I mean, obviously, Josh McDaniels had a lot to do with drafting Mac Jones. Right? Yeah. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. But can't, Him and Bill but, were down yeah. there at Alabama the pro day. But can't reasonable minds assume that yes. the offensive coordinator had something to do with yeah. which quarterback? Yep. Sure. They were sure. going they to try to, to take a pro days. They, they were going to over. try to take a quarterback. At some point. Right? They mm. were going to try to take one. They had an opportunity to take one, and I'm sure that, that Josh was involved in that. But that's what I think this is all about. Like, I, I think you could just as easily – have not taken him because he was gone and you wouldn't look at the draft the same way. Well, no. I disagree with that, Paul. What if it was Waddle that was the guy that it was available and they took him and then they took Barmore and Stevenson? Mm. You'd still have three of your top guys right? contributing. Yeah, but you'd Who's still have the big questions right no, now. I know, but you would, you would recognize Waddle's good. He's yeah, going to be good. But again, Alabama. Okay. Like, that's what they do. Like I don't really see any. I'm with Deuce on this. I don't see any departure from. Like, okay. I didn't see like a. Well, geez, they used to go for these guys that, you know, no one ever heard of. Yeah, they've made some some questionable picks. Everybody does. And Tavon Wilson was one of those guys that everybody was like. A lot of people didn't even have him going in the draft at all, and they took him in the second round. There's not a lot of those. Yeah. No, I listen. I'm I'm with you. I'm just I know what people are thinking, and they heard that yeah. collaboration. And then, you know, all of a sudden, Elliot Wolf and Dave Ziegler are on everybody's, you know, interview list, and people connect the like dots. A lot of people thought they were going to take the kid from Tulsa. Yeah. Collins. Yeah. Stephen right? Collins. That's the Beavers guy this year. Who hasn't had, he didn't have a tremendous rookie year, right? I think he was okay. So what if you took him? Do you still need your small, fast linebacker? Or, you know, no, you know the what they were complaining in? about right now? If they took him, they would say. They needed to be more of a collaborative. They need to get different voices in that room because Bill can't do this anymore. Yeah, that's it. Just didn't feel. It just didn't feel overthought. And I think some of the drafts in the past felt overthought, and you know, trying to find a gem here that no one else really knows. And you know, this one they just played to their strengths. They what do you need? Go get the guys. Trying to take the the guy that was hurt, who's a little bit undervalued because of their hurt. But I think the over the overthought. I I think I think that's a great word that Mike uses because I think they're often guilty of overthinking. But I think it's in terms of they're moving around. Yeah, Yeah. right. And that's the one. You know, Barmore. Otherwise, who we got? This is what we need. Who's the best? All right. Maybe maybe uh, you know what? Again, reasonable minds can can come together. Maybe that's where you guys are right. And I'm wrong. Maybe there was a little bit more. Hey, Bill, 
Let's just pick. Just some pick guys. the guy. Yeah. Let's pick yeah. the guy that maybe, everybody maybe knows. That, is maybe they got that. Let's let's not try to steal the draft every year. Let's mm. just pick yeah. some good players. Right. Yeah. When we're available, maybe that's a collaborative. Could be that worked out for yeah. them. And I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it to even let Ernie Adams pick Trey Nixon. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't want it to come off as 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 anything being blamed on Nick Casario. But I think that that's a dynamic that left, and you know, so it. It's just how was that? How did that shift things a little bit too? I mean, it's just all we don't know exactly how how the ingredients all come out. You but don't, it, it, and I just hope they I, do the same I, thing. I this wish year. we could. I wish like we could. Like who knows? Like Casario lifts, leaves, and then Bill realizes, you know what? I can't lean on him as much. It's not a two man deal anymore. Maybe I need to listen. Yeah. You know who knows? Right, his hand is I don't know. a little bit. I mean, we all know how involved Nick Casario was, and. You know, I think you look at some of the players that he took down at Houston, and it, you know, those are some Patriots type guys. Or, you know, I I, I can't recall off the top. Of my head. I mean, obviously Davis Mills was one, but they didn't know. have a lot of picks. Yeah, so but that I mean, was their problem. They they had a small class. But I think we all, you know, and there's I know there's people now going around like, well, what if you didn't take Mac Jones? You took Davis Mills here, and you know, trying to work that whole thing. But I just I I don't know how it all came together. But I do think that this draft is just hugely, hugely, hugely important. To the future of where they're going, and, and they need to be this coming you know, one, just yeah, yeah, just as good, and just as good, and and hopefully it's the same kind of thing where we see that same. All right, we know they need position, they need cornerbacks, they need cornerbacks, they take a corner, you know, they take the top ranked cornerback at twenty one. Like, hey, all right, there you go, um, just things like that 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 seem to make sense on the surface, but we'll see, we'll see. It's yeah. a, a, I, it's gonna be this is gonna be fun. It, I, I yeah. and I said like I was joking like you know no one's going to be surprised that I'm I feel a little bit reinvigorated for the draft but I just don't think that that free agency is going to be the thrill ride that it was last year oh, I think it's going to be workman like it's going to be yeah. moving money around it's not going to be sexy but I think when when you get to the draft and, and as Eric said you got six picks like you got to two maximize three, them two yeah. or three got to step in yep. they have to contribute right roles, away so I'll tell you yeah. what my fear is Mike gets excited I get worried cuz that's generally how the two of us <laughs> operate right yeah. Mike Mike is an excited guy and I'm I'm a New England he guy. He gets excited, then he's get completely deflated. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he has the sugar. <laughs> right, he has right, sugar crash. Right, right. That's um, it. That's it, baby. I worry about that. Those six picks, and if he says, oh, "It's not enough. We got to trade down. Yeah. We got we to do something about that." Bite <laughs> your tongue, young man. <laughs> we got to do something about that and, and make a couple of trades to end up with eight or nine picks, and that would not be good to Stop me. Stop it. Because I, I, I'm with you, Paul. I think they need quality, and I think that's what this draft. Like, you can win the draft with three guys. You, they won the draft with three guys, and, and they your did. point, your no, point taken. I'm, but no, but I'm, I think you're absolutely right. They had three really good picks. But quality guys that step that in. That makes a great draft. You get to. three really good players. That's a great draft. As Jim Valvano would say, that's a great day. Yeah. You, you were moved to thought, <laughs> and you had your emotions. <laughs> you that's left, a great day. You cried. You beat the crap out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, like Max from Santiago de Chile. Santiago, Chile. Yeah. Uh, reality and evidence now. point to focusing on the Patriots building a strong defense this offseason. All else should take a back seat. However, the lack of playmaker ability at wide receivers should not be relegated to an afterthought this offseason. In my opinion, what the Patriots need is another Julian Edelman type receiver, not an X receiver. This yep. alone will create space and opportunities for the likes of Henry Bourne and perhaps Aguilar. It also fits into what Mack is best at as a quarterback. Uh, what have we seen about that part? What do we have to base that on? What do you mean? That that fits Mac's skill set the most. I get, think he just means get the ball out quick. Short, short accuracy, you know. Short. Has, have we seen that? Yeah. The short, quick, so. accurate throws? 
Like that's the throw he makes best because I think the best the, the best guy he threw to was Myers, and that's not that. Yeah, that's a that's that's a good zag question. I think that's a good zag question to consider. But I think overall, an accurate, smart quarterback knows where the ball goes. I mean, and those are kind of the guys that he played with a little bit, right? Like at, at Alabama, that get the ball out, let them do the work. I don't know. In theory, but I, those I think guys it makes sense. Those, so those guys were so fast too and so open. Yeah, and I I mean. I, I would love to have both. Can I be greedy and say I'd like the the Edelman type or Welker type, or everyone? See, call I'm not him. even and, being greedy. And the big guy on the I outside. I don't care what the skill. I don't. I don't care what the position is. I I think they need the skill set. Like they need a dynamic player. Of course. I like every team that was left last weekend had at least yep. one. Any of those. team that had Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Troy Brown in their prime would be better. I don't think that's the number one thing lacking from the Patriots. They need a guy who can take a short throw and make a big play. Mm. They need a guy who can go downfield and make a big play on a long throw. They don't have that. I don't care if it's an X, Y, Z. I don't really care what position it is. (laughs) They need a dynamic presence at the position that they don't have. And to Eric's point, how many times did you see it over the weekend in those four games? And the only game that didn't really feature any of those kinds of plays – was the the Packers Niners game, which was a slugfest. Yeah, the other games had that's because Rogers refused to throw to anybody. These little, except but these little yeah. short Pissy. flips to Jamar Chase in in the flat. Mecole Hardman catching one. Tyreek Hill with the game on the line. Bang! I mean, forget about Gabriel Davis. Yep. Like they don't. The Patriots don't have those kinds of guys. Yeah. And I don't care. I mean, if it's a slot guy, because that's what the Patriots have gravitated toward I'm, I'm all on board with the emailer I, I think that they could use a slot guy I don't know the only part that I would say I don't know about is, is Mac I don't yeah. know yeah. if and Mac I, wants this that or the uh, other thing I don't know yeah. what he thinks it, it, it'd be interesting to hear what he says I'm most comfortable throwing and, and I also think those quarterbacks make those guys better I mean when 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 you have a guy either one of them that can run out of the pocket and hit guys from any angle it makes it so hard to cover these guys forever yeah you know yep it's it's what were you gonna say, Mike? I, I was just gonna say I, I you know agree with everything you said and how you laid it out, and then I think about how I felt when they selected to kill Harry, and I felt like I don't get it. You know, everything you said made sense. He's none of those things. That's you know, and that's goes back to these draft. But I misses think because and the of that, that people have. say I don't want that X receiver. I don't want that yeah, guy. Yeah, they think, on think the it's gonna be Nikhil. No, they Harry didn't get the right one. Right, Aaron yeah. Dobson wasn't the right one. Nikhil Harry mm-hmm. wasn't the right one. But you can get guys that play outside. That can sure. make plays that like like Fred's guy, yeah, Justin Jefferson. Like you can get guys that play in sp- you know outside, and can make space for themselves. We uh, just don't. We just haven't done it. Yeah. Uh, Juan in Monterey, Mexico. I believe that Bill went with players from programs he trusts and picked players with known talent, but probably a lower ceiling, excluding Barmore. Comparing to other years where he went for projects with a possible yeah. higher ceiling but lower floors, like Wilson and Dawson. Yeah, I, I mean, th- there's examples of everything, you know. Yeah. Right, and Wilson was drafted, what, 12 years ago? Yeah. I mean, Eugene Wilson? Oh, I think I he's talking about Tavon Wilson. Oh, oh, he's talking about uh, Tavon. Eugene Wilson was drafted where he was supposed to be drafted. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Tavon Wilson's the one that really stands yeah. out. Like that, that w- I remember there was, like, your kinds of guys, uh, the R lads and those kinds of publications – they didn't even have him. One draft. of my best drafts. <laughs> Who was that draft show? Like the Patriots yeah. select. I was it was, apoplectic. It was, it was this, Mike. I was apoplectic. 
<laughs> your page is turning. <laughs> I mean, we're just flipping over, like, uh, n- not, oh. not, not a third rounder, you not liked a it. fourth rounder. I bet. I we couldn't find him. He went, he went crazy. Steam out of my ears. Eric sure. went crazy. It's the only time he's ever really uh, that in the quarterback. It was the a great draft. I for remember Eric Cincinnati last year. when Cincinnati was uh, with with Burrow? I'm like, what are they doing? They were taking like the whole oh, eight yeah. minutes. <laughs> Actually, though, you didn't really like Mac all that much. You were you were on no, ice with Mac. I, I was lukewarm like because Mac. I was like, I wanted the quarterback. I just didn't want that quarterback. Yeah, and I'm like, eh, I'm torn, but. Yeah, he did all right. Uh, Howard in Stratford, Connecticut. I agree with Howard. Paul Howard. in that BB is in charge, and the buck stops with him for good and bad drafts. That said, in any organization, a CEO doesn't make decisions in a vacuum. The decisions are made based on information that their team around them provides. The one big change recently is Casario leaving, and what appears to be a more collaborative team effort in providing information to Belichick to make his decisions. Question is... Was Casario what is considered a bottleneck, a person who filters information upwards to the decision maker? If so, then Belichick is making decisions based on flawed or filtered information. Perhaps now all the information is getting to Bill and he is making more informed decisions because all the information is getting to him. Just a thought. The dynamic has changed. What exactly that means is up for speculation. But the new process initially looks positive. Let's see where it goes over the next few drafts. That's interesting. It sounds like business. That's like business school things. That sounds like things you learn in business school. <laughs> Bottleneck. Yeah. Information bottleneck. Bottlenecking yeah. upwards. Yeah. 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 I don't have the information, so I can't really fight back on, on that stuff. I don't, I don't know if – Yeah. And I, I just think it's very convenient that Casario leaves and you have a good draft, and you're like, right. oh, Casario, nah, what's the I, problem? Yeah. And that's why I didn't want to say – that's why I didn't want to go down that road. But it, certainly the process must have changed with how trusted Nick Casario was – and you know how close they were, and how involved in everything he was. Yeah. So maybe it had to change. Maybe a it bit. went the opposite way. Maybe maybe because Casario left, Bill felt like he had to get more personally right. involved yeah. in the process. Yeah, yeah that could be yeah. too. Yeah, that, there you go. That could be too. It's a whole other thing. Uh, Patty's in Agawam on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Patty? What's up, guys? Uh, I had a question about Josh, but before I before I get to that, um, two guys I would love to see. I, I named one of them before. Um, but first round, I, I would he, the guy that might be there for corner is Kyir Elam out of Florida. He's big. Is like he related to Abram like, Elam? I, I don't know, but he's uh, he's that tough press man corner that that would probably fit well in the system. And Polly, the guy that you were talking about, a guy that gets open in short and medium and long distance and has that that next level like twitch and quickness and speed. Elijah Moore, Wondell Robinson. Out of uh, Kentucky, I, that's the guy I want to see them drafted. So it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, he's a good player. I've, I've heard saw, his name. I saw him a couple of times. I've heard his name. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just I, like the the uh, Elijah Moore that you know we really liked um, out of Ole Miss. To everywhere, yeah, he was there. Now they got Barmore, so like I'm not yeah. like you. As long as you take a good player, I don't mind you miss another good player. You can't get the, all the good players. Right. So they got Barmore. They they traded up for Barmore and they got him and I think everybody's happy with that. But that was a guy and that that's where I'm looking. Second, third round. Day two. Give me an athletic receiver that can make plays. Yep. They are available. This is like four or five drafts in a row where those kinds of guys have gotten taken. And I'm not talking one guy. Yeah. Emin Ross round. St. Brown was another one who kinda came on a little bit for Detroit. Yeah. We had talked about I, I you know, to go back to your first point though, is press man corner the prototype still is that still what they want to do that's a question started to move to zone this year a little bit more 
Do they, I wonder did why they want that was. to? I mean, I don't think they, had they the horses, couldn't play. I'm sure. Yeah, they probably but, couldn't. You know, but I, I'd be curious philosophically with these mobile quarterbacks. Do you want to? Can you play that much man? And you're locked with a guy, and you're running down the field, or is it? Hey, let's look more on guys that are super physical and smart in zone. I, I don't know. I'm just. I think that that's also part of the philosophical discussion of yeah. where they're headed on because they're trying point. to pay attention to where the quarterback is yeah, as well. Know, I mean, I don't. You know, and yeah, I don't, well, obviously yeah. you're going to miss. You're not going to go one way or the yeah. other. But yeah. it's hard you know. to play full man against uh, really mobile quarterbacks. Thanks, Patty. But that's a good point mm-hmm. that Mike made because you know we. We've often said they, they want to play that way, but this year, the second half of the season, certainly they didn't. And it's the same thing as linebacker, where they have an opportunity right now, if they want, blow it up and, and do, what they, do what they want, going in the direction that they But think. I just feel like if you, have, if you have a good physical press man corner and you don't want to play press man, that's fine. I know, right. But if you have, you know, sort of, uh, you know, smaller, slower corners that aren't as physical or don't like to play press, now you're stuck because they can only do one thing. I feel like the physical guy can play both ways. You're yeah. right. You're, you're definitely right. And I think if a guy can play physical man corner, like if he's a physical man press corner, he can he can play cornerback. Yeah, it's pro- not like provided that he, he looks can, lost in zone right. and he can't tackle. Provided like, that he can run. Some yeah. guys like you know, I think Juwan Williams looks to me like all he can do is physically beat beat up the receiver. Yeah, this and if he doesn't get from the line yeah, of scrimmage, and if he doesn't he do trouble. that, he's in trouble. Uh, Rozzy in Los Angeles, looking back at the season, having a rookie quarterback. Take the Patriots to the postseason and a seven-game win streak should make me feel great about the season. But the way they finished made me realize they aren't just max progression away from being a contender. Instead, they are a multi-year defensive rebuild from challenging the top teams. So I find it hard to think of this season as a success. Looking forward to next year, there are a couple of teams in cap jail, Saints and Packers, that might have to trade some high-profile players (laughs) to give themselves room to rebuild. Are there any players on these rosters that the Patriots could potentially and realis- realistically trade for? I'd like to get Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I I think they're going to be limited this year. I think I think the, it's about the draft, and I don't. I'm not really trying to get my hopes up that there's going to be big trades or you know huge free agency splashes. Yeah, manage your or, expectations. You know, I, I just think this year, maybe next year, they get back into it, but. But it that's, is a that's, process. That's what happens when you're in a rebuild. You have to go piece by piece. Some years you can it be also, more aggressive. Some years you can't. It also is what happens when you so heavily invest in free agency and those contracts yep. become bigger right. in year two. Yeah. Um, that's the problem. In terms of the uh, – what was the, f- the first part of that question? You don't remember because you already deleted it. He got into the cap jail stuff, which kind of got me off. Well, some teams like the Saints yeah, and the Packers. There's no cap jail, whatever. They, they'll do whatever they want. Well. Um, I th- there is. I mean, Rogers Rogers leaves Green Bay, and they'll figure out what they want to do. They're going to rebuild. Mean, yeah, like it's not going to be like, oh, we're in cap jail, so we can't win this year. If Rogers leaves, they're not going to win. Well, like for example, I, and I don't know if this is true, but this is just what I heard in Tennessee. Tannehill's contract is such that they can't move on from him. Yeah, but why is that cap jail? Because of all the money that dead money that they have to be on their quarterback. Bo- they're not going to move on from him. Well, he's their quarterback. Okay, so I mean, no, so no team moves on from a quarterback, but but not now. All right, I, it, this is too late to get into this. I'm, I'm just saying, Paul, if they if they want it, the Saints and the Packers are the two teams that people were talking about because they're over the cap. I, no, I understand, but that but the Titans are tied to now Tannehill because of his contract. But they also want him to be their quarterback. Like if he was like Jameis Winston the year he threw thirty picks, now you're in trouble. Okay. 
but he's not that. Like, they want him to be their quarterback. Do they? I don't know. Now, they made a mistake in wanting him <laughs> over Brady, nasty. but you can't fix that mistake now. Yeah. Not because of the cap, because yeah. <laughs> you screwed it up. Yeah. You made your Tannehill bed, you got to lie in it. Right. But let's like say. It, like, in other words, again, it's different arguments. Like, it's a talent misvaluation. No, but let's say. Not a cap problem. Let's say Brady or Rodgers wanted to go to Tennessee. They couldn't do it. Oh, yes, they could. I don't know. Oh, yes, they That's could. what I'm under. That's like it would. Because you still believe in Santa Claus. That's why. You still believe that that's an issue. I, I don't think they can pay Tannehill and a they guy like Rodgers. I'm telling you they could figure it out. Huh? Okay. They should figure it out. All right. Let's see if they do. That's not an option. I know. We're going to do picks? Speaking f- Oh, I forgot all about that. We Thanks, only got like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Well, we only have two games. So. Ah. Uh, I have to bring up NFL. We got, we got, we got time Why for more emails. Yeah, email. read the last it's email. We got time. We got time. No, no, no. We, 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 we got time. I, need, I have a meeting at 2. Oh. You might have time, oh, but I have oh, work to oh, do. Oh, we have oh, 10 oh. minutes to do two games. All right. So five minutes a game. All right. Uh, what? And we have to do what happened last week, Paul. It's that time of the week. Thanks, Matt. All right. What do we got? Okay. Well, I can't really uh, confirm uh, the, oh, the numbers because I wasn't it, here last week. But uh, this is what it appears to me. Uh, Paul and Fred, two and two. Eric and Mike, zero oh and four. How is that? Uh, can possible? confirm. Can confirm. How is that possible? We picked all four wrong. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you actually went one and three. I was lying. Oh, were you? I was pretending that, that I was shorting you a win. Oh, okay. even though I wasn't here. I didn't have my sheet in front of me, so uh, I just took your word for it. Uh, according to this, Wait, you, what? Picked, you picked the Rams. I did pick the Rams. That's right. Okay, so Eric went one and three. Mike went zero oh and four. Congrats, hey, Mike. Hey, thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank just you. as hard to do as going four and zero. Oh. I might have gone zero oh and four in the spread. Um, with the spread, or maybe I did better in the spread. Paul and Fred were three and one. Mm. Eric was two, two and, and four. Two. Mike was one and three. Two and. Two and two. I'm sorry, two and two. I wrote four, but yeah. it's two and two. Um, unfortunately, we got screwed, Freddie. I could have had a, a mammoth week. Oh yeah, if not for those 13 seconds. Yeah, that was a that was a crusher. I was 13 seconds away from going three and one and four and zero. Oh. Would have put a whole different spin on my week. You anyway, the totals for the playoffs: Paul and Fred seven and three, Mike and Eric five and five. With the spread, Paul eight and two, Fred wow. seven and three, Mike and Eric four and six. Wow. See, playoffs and win, it's really... Thanks, oh, for, thank sure. you, Fred. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you, Fred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spin doctors over here. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, we got to hurry. So let's start with <laughs> the first game on Sunday, 3 o'clock. The Bengals at 10 and 7. Why do they have records here? Who cares? Bengals <laughs> at the Chiefs. <laughs> the answer is, why are you reading them? <laughs> uh, Kansas City by 7. 7. Kansas City yeah. by 7. Now, there's, there's, there's a lot of dark... Pool information out there. What does dark that mean? Pool. What's that mean? Yeah, I've heard that. That's what does a that new mean? term. Oh, dark pool. <laughs> dead pool. Dar- no, dark pool information is. I've like never heard the term and have no idea. What dark it's web. Like, yeah, it's kind of like dark web, but it's dark pool like scuttlebutt going on. What? What is it? Is it that the Chiefs just are rumors? Lose? No, I don't know what it is, but I heard the, <laughs> I some. heard this information. There is some, there. but we don't know what it is. <laughs> Fred heard this information out there. Yeah. Didn't hear what, what the information is. is. It's called <laughs> what it means. It's called dark pool information. All right, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna piggyback off that useful information, and uh, <laughs> I wish I could pick thing. artificial intelligence over oh. here. I'm looking at it. Oh. Really, dark pool AI. What is AI? What is the what does what the does AI the AI know? AI know? Uh, so I wish I could pick Cincinnati, but so. I just the, I think the Chiefs are, are are on. They're ready. They clicked into gear. 
uh, I'm going to take Kansas City, unfortunately, and I will uh, I will lay those points. I think they'll I think it'll be a good game, but I think a touchdown is is about right. Okay, I'm going to take the Chiefs to win as well, just because I agree that that's going to be a little too much for the Bengals to overcome. Nice ride. I didn't realize that was their first ever road playoff road playoff win in franchise history. Wow, mind boggling. But uh, nice story bottled up in your mind. Yes, like bottled. Um, I'll take the the Bengals points though. I hopefully they make it a, a competitive game, make it a little exciting at the end. Yeah, I uh, I also like Kansas City. I think the big thing for this game to me is coaching difference. I I thought that Cincinnati last week was a much better team than Tennessee, and Mike Vrabel absolutely coached the pants off of that chooch Zach Taylor. Chooch. They they Producer never the word. they never had an answer for what the pressure that the Titans w- were given, and they kept going empty, and they just kept killing them. And reading a lot of stuff about it this week, it was like there was just no adjustment made. I think Andy Reid and his staff will figure out ways to do that. I think they have a much better coaching structure than Cincinnati, and I don't think Cincinnati will be ready for this moment. Yeah, I, think, I don't think it's going to be all that close. I agree. I think it. You know, as the game goes on, I think the Chiefs pull away. Yeah, yeah. my one fear with that pick is that Kansas City is a little bit uh, drained, worn out from that uh, after that yeah. game. I, I kind but of agree. I, could I be. just think there's so much. Yep. Yeah, me too. And she, I know they just played what three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and yeah. Cincinnati beat them. So we'll yeah. see. That, but that was in Cincy. This yeah. is at Arrowhead. Chiefs Different. both ways. Um, okay, so now six thirty Sunday evening, 49ers at the Rams. Rams by three and a half, despite having lost the last six in a row against the Niners. Wow, that's an interesting stat. I didn't realize that. Um, I still, I got. I'm going to go with the Rams. I just think they've got they've got the horses. I think Jimmy G, as we discussed, a little bit up and down, and you know, not not quite there uh, as far as putting them over the top. I like Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Rams both ways as well. Um, I love Jimmy. I'll be rooting for him. Hope he does well. But I just think the Rams in the end will be too much. Yeah, I. Uh, this is a tough one because there's definitely something to the fact that the Niners have a mastery over them. But I'm going to take the Rams to win the game at home. I think they just have too much offense. And I'm going to lay the points because I think if it's a close game, the Niners will win it. So uh, I think the Rams will win, and I'll say that they cover too. Why do you think that? If it's a close game, the Niners win it. Because That's I kind think of in their MO. Okay, the Rams will have that. Oh, yeah. it'll be in the their weight head. of that yeah. on their head. You know, yeah. like they had a seventeen nothing lead la- the last yep. time they met a couple of weeks ago. They almost blew it last week in Tampa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the Rams have, I think, the more powerful offense, but I think the difference is going to be up front for the Rams getting at Jimmy, just rattling him. And I think they're going to. That's going to be their mission: is to get at him early and set the tone. And I think they will. And I think the Rams win both ways. So, so are, we, are we all in lockstep in this game? Chiefs, Rams, yeah, Super Bowl. The, the only differing pick was Eric took Cincinnati points uh, for the points. Yeah. 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 yeah, there you go. That's unfortunate. After last weekend, there were just so many competitive I fun know. games, and yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll play out different. Well, it doesn't mean they won't be competitive yeah. fun games, yeah. guys. Yeah, they could. I'm hopeful. Could. I. I it's going to be hard to match last week. It is going to be hard. <laughs> last week was I mean, <laughs> one of the best weekends argument, of football. There's an argument to be made that was the best weekend of playoff football in NFL history. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. with the amount of shoveling I'm going to have to do, and I'll probably be believe it or not, the Patriots weren't involved. Without it doing any research whatsoever to, to check that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, that's going to be it. Uh, probably the best weekend, the best week in sports talk radio history was this week on this show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. I would say so. Do we maintain our spot as number, number three? three? I think Firmly we might, have, we might be going up. Two yeah. and a half? Yeah. 
All right, so have a good weekend of watching uh, the conference championships, and we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.